My name is James Rowlands. In 2015, I teamed up with my friend Dan White to create the Dubbing Our podcast. Since then, we have been giving you everything that's happened on the WWE Network. Now, in 2018, not only are we live for the big four events and every NXT takeover, but we celebrate 20 years since the birth of the Attitude Era. Plus, every month we'll bring you 205 Live, collections, new content, W pay-per-views and latest news on the WWE Network. Until we've watched everything, we are with you and we are the WNR. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands, and as always, I'm joined by... Dan White. And today it's WNR 174. Today it's WNR 174, part two. Two. And it's WWE SummerSlam 2018, the entire event. But before we get on anything, we just recap, because we did a two and a half hour long uh, pre-show to SummerSlam, and already, uh, Prediction League-wise... Oh, should we explain Prediction League-wise first for anybody who don't know, Dan? Go on. Well, the Prediction League, we get three leagues. We've got the WWE pay-per-views, we've got the NXT takeover pay-per-views, and we've got a bonus Prediction League as well. Yes, and the bonus Prediction League at the moment is 10-9 to you. It's 5-5 W pay-per-views. But at the moment, um, we have got scores, and it is 2-1 to you, Dan, the kickoff was very kind. I started off strong with Cien and Vega, but since then, two men have retained their titles in Alexander and the B team. So we shall see what happens here tonight. Uh, we know that the match to start off the main show will be Ambrose. Uh, Ambrose, sorry, Seth Rollins with Dean Ambrose versus Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. I'm just really excited for tonight's show. Dan, are you excited for SummerSlam? I am very excited for it, yeah. It does have the potential to be a great show and have some great matches providing they get a bit of time in the right places where where it's needed well what's interesting is that Ziggler and Rollins were going to start off the show uh extreme rules until they made a few changes but we start off with the SummerSlam promo yes and that is with Terry Crews Tell me something. When you think of success, what do you see? Fame? Fortune? The green glow of that hypothetical money tree? Shouldn't be. To measure success, you decide what's your best. A deep dig down to the depths. It's the dream, the desire that pumped through your chest. Whoa, what was that? That heartbeat that drives you. And once you find it, then you grind to find the moments that define success. 
for you. Because here, this is where dreams come true. And I cannot wait to see what we have in store. Big fight feel. Two superstars with journeys around the globe, all leading to this point. Now you're ready to stand up front, undeterred and unafraid. Ride the spotlight that you've made, knowing that all the world's a stage. Step up to the moment, step up to the bright lights, step up and perform. Dedication, passion, sacrifice make all of this possible. We are about to see a classic. You'll cry, sweat, bleed, and you'll scream. You'll shout, hey world, look at me! Welcome to my dream! <laughs> <laughs> so tell me once again, what is success? What defines this greatness? How bad do you want it? How far will you take this? So go ahead, take a bow. We'll give you a hand. And in return, bear witness to another epic summer slam. Ah! It just feels so damn good! So we see it. Dan, what are your thoughts on the uh, SummerSlam beginning? I think it's great, yeah, you know, having a, a great celebrity like Terry Crews doing it. I, I think it has, you know, it gives a little bit more zing to it. Well, like when uh, Ice Cube, uh, P. Diddy did like WrestleMania or something like that. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's different, isn't it? It shows showcases it as a big event. They're building up all the matches here. What do you think is the true main event for SummerSlam? I think the true main event for SummerSlam is going to be, in my personal opinion, it's either AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe or Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. Yeah, I've, I've got to agree with you there. Right, so before we do anything, let's do the alternate intro. Do you feel... I'm not going to sing it because I can't sing it. I'm just going to do the spoken word. Alternate intro, because we do it every episode. Dan, do you feel the power of the gladiators? Can you face the challenge of the champions? Do you have the courage of a hero? Do you have the will and the skill? Well, in the words of Daniel Bryan, yes, yes, yes. Yes. I've got more questions for you. Do you have the speed, the strength, the heart to be a winner? It's not for beginners. Deep down in your soul, are you a gladiator? Yes, 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 yes. You've got to move like a streetwise fighter. Got to face the fire of a tiger. Got to give you all to win. Ready or not, let the challenge begin. And that, of course, is from Gladiators. But we are here live in uh, Brooklyn. What do you think the CGI effects of computer graphics? I don't really like them, to be fair. It looks a bit... <laughs> it certainly is a bit out there, isn't it? I don't know. Just hanging above the ring, you know, Empire State Building. You see the Brooklyn Bridge, of course. And it's going to be an interesting night, not only with the matches, but how many times you defecate. We're going to keep a count. <laughs> how many times? One during the live show, and he knocked me out. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Dean Ambrose coming out here to get his own entrance. And what a reception. So, Danny, happy to have Ambrose back? I am over the moon that Deanie Baby is back. 
How loud is this burn it down going to be? Well, let's hear it right now as Rollins comes out. He's coming out here dressed as a pirate. It's good, isn't it? <laughs> well, it worked for Kari Sane last night. Or it might not have done. Depends on which one you're listening to first. Well, here comes Rollins and Dean Ambrose. And uh, they're ready for the Intercontinental title. And with, uh, predictions, Dan, who have you gone for in this match? I have gone for... And... No! Intercontinental champion... Sefri Rollinsio. Well, we need to make changes, but I believe that for the first time in four matches, we've gone the same because I've gone Seth Rollins as new champion. No, you haven't got that. What? Got why? That. Why do you think he's going to be the new champion? He's got Dean Ambrose in his corner. Um, I think you find Dolph Ziggler has Drew McIntyre in his corner, which uh, does make up for that. But yeah, I know, I know having a former Intercontinental Champion in your corners somewhat better than having a former WWE Champion in your corner, but <laughs> whatever. Well, exactly. Whatever. You obviously haven't been watching Raw recently to see how dominant McIntyre has been. And here he comes, the sinister Scotsman, the man who will be the future of WWE, Drew McIntyre. Da, 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 da. You don't like that theme too, no, do you, James? No, I like the old one better, actually. How does that go? Uh, well, I don't know. My dream, broken dream. I met them through. McIntyre. I met them for you. So why do you think Rollins is going to win? Because he's got an Ambrose in his corner. He's got a lunatic in his corner. Ziggler might have a psycho in his corner, but he's not got a lunatic in his corner. Nice. Right, so, I mean, the build-up to this match has been pretty uh, epic in WWE standards. Like I said, the main event at Extreme Rules last month in an Ironman match where Ziggler won in overtime thanks to the interference of McIntyre. I think this strung out a feud a little bit longer than it should have done, but still, it's good to see it, and hopefully, maybe not, this might be the blow-off at SummerSlam here with Ambrose returning to even the odds. I think that's why I favour Rollins a little bit more as we said in the live show about an Ambrose turn, it will happen, whereas it happens tonight, I, I don't know. I think Rollins will win the title before Ambrose does turn. I think it makes more sense. I know Ziggler's got the Intercontinental title spray-painted on his tights now, which is quite a cool little graphic, a la like Rick Rude or someone like that. But I think the story's been bad. What have you thought of the build-up to this match? I think it's been interesting, the way they've kind of introduced Dean Ambrose back into the fold as well. It's, I, I think they've played it really well. Um, you know, they've had a, a, a good series of matches. The last one wasn't received too well by the crowd, but I think that was the crowd's fault. Nothing to do with the performance that these two guys put in. Yeah, let's see if they can start the uh, the card really, really hot like they did last night at TakeOver. And it's going to be Rollins and Ziggler here. And, I mean, this is a good matchup on paper with these two. It should be one-on-one now with the two guys on the outside if you start this one up. So, keys to victory, Dan. What does Rollins have to do if he wants to beat Ziggler? He has to be the Kingslayer. He has to be, you know, the guy that beat Triple H, the guy that beat Roman Reigns. You know, he has to be that Seth Rollins. And, uh, you know, I think he's certainly got what it takes inside him. <laughs> Come on now, don't be rude. I'm being serious. Well, here we go. We're starting early going. And they're going to see who can out-wrestle the other one. And I'll tell you what, 
So Fulham's mind's a bit of uh, C-3PO there with the uh, one one gold leg. That's the curb stomp foot. Well, it might be the curb stomp foot, but it looks like C-3PO to me. And McIntyre getting it rolling in his face. So you want to try, big man? Dana Ambrose not backing down from the Scotsman. Well, Ambrose should be scared. Rollins smirking. Yes, well, he hasn't got a cigarette in his gob, James. He's just got a smile on his face because he knows he's got a lunatic in his corner. Rollins tries to roll up Ziggler. Ziggler won't get caught that way and now tries again. Oh, looking for the super kick. Pushed away by Rollins. And Dean Ambrose just backing away out of the ring. Ziggler. And Dolph Ziggler just backing away out of the ring. Yeah, and he go into the safe hands of Drew McIntyre here. And Rollins knows to take his time. They went 30 minutes, so they're going to know each other well. They know how long, what it takes to beat the other one, man. To beat the other man now. Well, we've seen Rollins go for over an hour on Raw. So he knows, you know, he's got the stamina. And Ziggler's longevity just in the business itself. You know, this man has faced Rey Mysterio for the Intercontinental Championship at a SummerSlam, you know. So he's been there and done that when it comes to this level. And I think, to be fair, where Ziggler is most comfortable, you know. And I think Rollins is a guy who will be looking to move up the card. And I think Ziggler, this will be quite a good spot for him to kind of fall back on. Helps with him, obviously, with Drew McIntyre in his... uh, Gavin is back as Rollins now leapfrog. Hip tossed by Rollins. Oh, is he looking for the ripcord knee? I mean, Ziggler had that scouted. But for the second time, Ziggler going out. He's having a bit of a timeout. He's got Drew watching his back. I mean, is this an interesting thing here? McIntyre saying to Rollins, you're going to get by? <laughs> Dean Ambrose coming up behind Ziggler. And the only thing you can do, I can do as well. Well, I think it's interesting because we assume Ziggler, well, people assume Ziggler's the brains of the outfit when it comes to him and McIntyre. But he's gone out there a couple of times to get advice. So maybe it's McIntyre who's kind of more forward thinking of the two. I mean, he has helped Ziggler kind of revive his career on Raw. You know, to main event a pay-per-view and to be actually involved at a SummerSlam is, is good work for him. I know he's the one in the match here, but you know what I mean by the kind of who do you think's got the most potential? The guys in the ring and the guys outside? Uh, I think the guys outside it. Well, because Dean Ambrose, isn't it? Well, you think lunatic. Ambrose better than Rollins? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can upset a few people there. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, I'm entitled to my own opinion and I can say what I like. So why, why is Ambrose better than Rollins then? I just think Ambrose has got the potential to take it to the other side. You know, he's got... He's got the the thing about him that he could be the most dastardly bastard heel you could imagine. Yeah, well, I think Rollins showed a bit of that when he, you know... Well, no, because he's more of a suck-up heel. He's more of a heel with people in his corner, you know, Triple H, pulling his strings. He's, you know, he's a puppet heel, whereas Dean Ambrose could go out on his own and just completely be a crazy bastard. It's exactly, that a bit like Drew McIntyre. For fuck's like sake... No, don't bring Drew into this. But I think Rollins is a better wrestler than Ambrose. Rollins is more technical, but Ambrose is probably the more sicker of the two. Well, but Rollins has better matches than Dean Ambrose has, hasn't he? Well, that's your opinion. No, no, I'm not saying it's a pity, it's a fact. You know, Rollins has better matches than Dean Ambrose. And that fact is your opinion. (laughs) Fact can't be an opinion, it's a fact. I'm not going to argue, yeah? It's early to go and you are full of shit, so we all know that. 
Ziggler backs up Rollins in the corner. Then sends a head first in the turnbuckle. And it has been one-on-one so far. Ziggler now taking his time with Rollins. He worked the knee. Rollins was making his way back in the ring. Ziggler kicked at the target of the knee. And, of course, that is where Rollins was out for a very long time. Uh, injured, had to relinquish W Championship. And there's no doubt Ziggler has scouted that. And that's why he's targeting it. But Rollins fighting out now. Irish ripped into the corner. Does a Michaels bump. Sends him up and to the outside. I'm sure Drew's going to be lurching over him, but... Ambrose is going to be there well, to make sure no shenanigans go on. Well, Ambrose has got his stomp on. And McIntyre wasn't going to do anything. Why is Ambrose overreacting for? He needs to calm down a little bit. James, you can't tell a lunatic to calm down. Well, McIntyre's just staring at Ambrose. He finds yeah, him amusing. So I go, walk away. He finds him funny. Oh, He's walk like, away. Oh, the little man's laughing. And it weird, short head, little angry man. I just exactly what I do the podcast with as well. <laughs> That's strange. And the long haired beardy cunt gives it all billy big spuds. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with Drew McIntyre here. Ziggler now. Nice submission of Rollins. Go on, McIntyre. Fuck off with your three man band. Go on, join up with Heath Slater and Jinder Mahal. You got Ziggler with a headlock on, and Ambrose trying to make his way up to a vertical base, but again, as soon as. For fuck's sake, James. Stop <laughs> standing up on the outside. He's at a vertical base, right? Shut up, you can't. Maltese a referee. Well, Ziggler is wearing down Seth Rollins. He's trying to get up, but the whole of Ziggler's weight bearing down on Rollins. Well, Rollins did manage to go up to a vertical base briefly, but Ziggler went for the leg, chopped him back down again. Oh, my God, this is quite slow. Why is Ziggler working a headlock for so long? Rollins might be fading, and Ambrose looks like he's getting frustration, frustrated at ringside. I mean, why don't they just go... I mean, they've probably been told not to, actually, to be fair. I'm, I'm correcting myself, but we expect them to just go all out in the opening match, you know what I mean? But they could do the same thing as Gagano Chumper did at TakeOver, or the same thing as Ricochet and Cole. So they, well, maybe not to that extent, but... Uh, but instead, they're told they go out there, just have a, a normal opening match to it. Wait until a couple of big spots, and Rollins now finally gets to his after what seems like about five minutes. Oh, managed to get a jawbreaker in, releasing Ziggler from the hold. <coughs> Rollins comes charging towards Ziggler, gets deposited over the top rope, and hits head first into the barricade. Well, and now he's on those mats, and how thin are those mats? Those mats are wafer thin, and they're over pure concrete. No protection and padding whatsoever. And McIntyre stalking Rollins, but of course, Ambrose is there. And this doesn't look good for Seth Rollins at the moment. Ziggler talking trash. And of course, if Ambrose gets involved attacking uh, Ziggler, Ziggler keeps hold of his title, doesn't he? So maybe that's the plan if things get out of hand. But at the moment, he seems to be in complete control. He's throwing Rollins in. Now he's off the top. Oh, gets caught by Rollins. Oh, rolls through. Well, cross-body attempt stopped. And see how strong Seth is. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Sends my Sends him over the top rope, though. But, well, I'm not sure. Both men went splat. I think if Rollins went with me, I think he decided, yeah, let's just go. And Ambrose looking on. He wants to hurt Ziggler. It's like that McIntyre gets his hand on Rollins. Rollins finally gets back in. Ambrose is urging him to get back into it. Uh-oh, and Ziggler saying the end is near. Runs into a boot from Seth, though. 
Seth jumps du- over. Seth's off the second rope. Oh. Swing blade. Back Ziggler up now. First time he's been on the back foot in a while. Charges towards him with a big forearm. Oh, second one. Ziggler with a small package. One. Oh. Rollins managing to kick out. Oh. And he runs into another Rollins boot. Blockbuster. One. Two. Oh. oh. Ziggler managing to kick out. Oh. Well, now Rollins slowly building momentum. His leg's been worked on. He's been worked on the majority of this match. Rollins rolls Ziggler into position. You wonder what he's got in his mind. Frog splash time. Is he feeling froggy? Well, if he's feeling froggy, why don't he jump? Oh. Well, before he has a chance to get up there, Ziggler takes his legs out. You talk about a precarious position here. And to be fair to McIntyre and Ambrose, they've not been involved in this match, just staring intently on. Well, Ziggler's on top with Rollins. Saying that, though, this wouldn't be a terrible four-man stable, these four guys. <laughs> yeah, no, I've watched that, yeah. I mean, all different in their own ways. I mean, maybe Rollins and Ziggler a little bit more, you know, similar as that, but the other guys, definitely. But Rollins becomes attempts, headbutt Ziggler off. He hits the canvas, but rolls away. Oh, and then Rollins eliminates him from the Royal Rumble. Suicide dive takes out Ziggler. Throws him back in the ring. And now Seth's going to springboard his way back in. Boom. Clotheslines him down. Now Rollins has got him. Ripcord knee. Knocks out Ziggler. One, One two. two. Oh. Ziggler just managing to get his shoulder up at two. Two. Well, both men down, exhausted. We went back 20 years and watched the Incarnate title match between The Rock and Triple H, is there a potential for these two to not obviously become Rock and Triple H, but emulate what they did in their WWE careers? I think it's a completely different business now, to be honest. You know, with the Rock and Triple H, they kind of elevated their way up. You know, they they became great mid-carders and then great main eventers, whereas these guys, they just get kind of like, you know, 10 minutes on the mid-card, and then they're thrust straight into the limelight. Yeah, I mean, it's the thing. I mean, both of these men... Our former champions, like I said, Seth Rollins, WWE champion, Ziggler, world heavyweight. So, I mean, it's interesting to see now it's for the Incarnate title. Ziggler grabbed a sleeper hold there on Rollins, but Rollins managed to pull him off. He did toss him off. Right onto the apron. Come on his face. And Ziggler hanging Rollins up on the top rope. Well, the impact right in the throat there for Seth Rollins. And Ziggler, Rollins, now we finish this. Rollins taking out the legs of Ziggler. Looking to slingshot him into the turnbuckle. Oh, my goodness. But Ziggler managing to kick Rollins off. He bounced back first off the turnbuckle to a DDT, planting him on the apron. Well, that is a signature move by Ziggler. And Rollins landed like a lawn dart. And Ambrose checking to make sure that Rollins' neck isn't broken. He's had the best history at SummerSlam with injuries. That was a definite spike DDT. The top of his head first into the edge of the ring apron. And this is the thing. The ring apron is the hardest part of the ring. You've got the metal surrounding it to keep the support. I mean, you'd know more than I. Not about building rings, but, you know. But Rollins back in for the count of ten. Ten. Ziggler now getting frustrated. Tell you what, this has been a long match, hasn't it? They're giving it enough time. Yeah. I mean, there's another, what, nine to go? So, it's it's... 
I don't know. We'll see how it goes throughout the night. But Ziggler wanting Rollins to get up, maybe for the zigzag. Rollins holding on to the top rope, though. Delivers a super kick of his own. Rollins now going up. Frog splash, but Ziggler gets the knees up. Rolls up, Rollins. One, two. Oh, oh but Seth managing to kick out. Oh. I'll get it in about 30 seconds, you dirty bastard. Well, I can't believe Ziggler, uh, I can't believe the McIntyre haven't been involved yet. Don't do it. And what a battle this is for the Inconel title. Ziggler is away. And now it's a slugfest. Well, it's not really a slugfest. It's just Ziggler beating on Rollins. He wants a fair fight, though. Right hands, kick to the face. How much fight has Rollins got in him? Well, he's poked the bear one too many times. Rollins starts wailing away, but Ziggler goes down low to take the knee out and just stop Seth in his tracks. Looking for a famous, but Seth catches him, plants him up top. And now Ziggler in a little bit of trouble. But you got to think the punishment Rollins is taking in this match. Nice back elbow there by Ziggler, stopping it. And the second one drops Rollins onto the mat. Oh, here comes Rollins, dives up. Cat-like ability. Oh, my God, he's got Ziggler reverse suplex. Inverted oh. suplex. Oh, no. Oh, into a falcon arrow. Two. Oh, Ziggler managing to kick out. Oh. Well, that is unbelievable there. Even Ambrose can't believe what Rollins just did. Now the crowd finally get into it. Round of applause. Well, what's left? And Rollins looking at Ziggler. As he looking for the stump. And he's going to burn it down. Burn it down. Oh! But McIntyre's just thrown Ambrose into the steel steps. What does Rollins do? Does he look out for his mate? Well, he looked out for his mate, went to curb stump Ziggler. One, Zig two. Oh! Well, Ziggler dodged out of the way of Rollins coming in, hit the zigzag, went for the cover. Rollins managed to kick out. Uh. But I think with the super kick or the zigzag, Rollins is busted wide open now. Oh, my God. And McIntyre getting involved. An unprovoked attack on a lunatic. Well, I think McIntyre's walking around, tripped, <coughs> and accidentally threw Ambrose into the stairs. I think you're talking bullshit, James, and you know it. Well, referee's going to have to have a look at Rollins now. Might have to call it. But Ziggler did just give his best shot. And Rollins is still fighting in here. Well, you do know that McIntyre's just made a big mistake. Well, when Ambrose does get up, but hopefully Ziggler can finish it beforehand. And now Ziggler tuning up the band. Now Rollins sidesteps. Rolls up Ziggler. Ziggler with a handful of tights. Two. No, Rollins managing to kick out. Oh. Rollins. powering up Ziggler. Somehow managing to get him up. Buckle bomb. And now Rollins might be looking for the stomp. I think Ambrose is recovering. Dang. Dirty deeds. Oh, come on. Unprovoked attack. And now Ziggler, Ziggler's up. Ziggler with a kick. No. Oh, Rollins hits a super kick of his own. And now Rollins. Curb stomp. Goes for the cover. One, One two, three. three. Boom. Well, new Intercontinental Champion, and it's Seth Rollins there. Unbelievable stuff. Dan, what are your thoughts? Well, my first thought is 
Fuck you, Ziggentire. That's Ziggler and McIntyre. Uh, yeah, I mean, not a bad match there for Ziggler and Rollins. It started heating up towards the end as we got into it when McIntyre got involved, throwing Ambrose into the stairs. You thought shit was going to go down. For a second, I thought maybe Ambrose would get involved in the actual you know, matchup going on in the ring, but he didn't. Just proved the uh, vital role of getting McIntyre off the apron, dirty deeds, and letting Rollins hit the stomp and the Inconel title. I mean, yeah, what are your thoughts on that? I thought it was a bloody good match, you know. It was one of them ones that starts off slow. You're not sure what's going to happen. You know there's going to be some involvement from the two guys at the outside because why have them there anyway? Um, but I think they played the outside role really good, both Ambrose and McIntyre. And, uh, yeah, I think the end was great as well. Yeah, I think it makes everybody happy. As we go home, I think there's a good McIntyre and Ziggler as a result of this. I think for these two, they'll last a while. And as soon as I say that, Ambrose will lay out Rollins. <laughs> this friendship will go on for a very long time. Bang, dirty deeds, my title. See you later. Well, now at the moment, Ziggler and McIntyre rock, but not a bad way to start a SummerSlam. And that means we both get a point from that. So, Dan, after four matches, as we continue, backstage with Renee Young, and she's getting talked. And then the Bella's chart, she's having a chat with them. And, of course, she asked about Ronda Rousey. Well, they're here to have fun. And they're here to witness Ronda Rousey becoming women's champion. Well, Tom Todd Phillips, Byron Saxton, Corey Graves on commentary. It's tag team titles next. Right, so here we go. Tag team titles are on the line. The New Day coming out here, having a bit of fun. But they're all going to be serious in a couple of minutes' time. They bring out the pancakes. But prediction-wise, it's me to go. And I need to point. But in this one, I have gone for... The Bludgeon Brothers in this match. I have also gone for the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, I mean, it's not that difficult to pick. Why have you gone Bludgeon for? I think the Bludgeon Brothers are certainly getting a push uh, as of late. You know, they've been really dominant, and I don't think that's going to stop here tonight. And, you know, the New Day, I think they're good enough to get the defeat and still be fan favourites. Yeah, and hopefully they can get a good match out of the Bludgeon Brothers as well. You know, we haven't really squashes. So hopefully tonight we can actually see a good match. I don't think it's going to go that long, but I hope it's not a complete squash. But the Bludgeon Brothers need uh, some competition. And the New Day have been there and done that. But here come Harper and Rowan. And they are some far-out dudes, man. What are your thoughts on the Bludgeon Brothers if they come out here? They've certainly grown since uh, kind of being uh, well taken out of the Wyatt family picture, and you know they've come back and they've they're, they're making a name for himself. You know it's it's good to see a very dominating tag team. It is good to see him. You know what you thought the build up to this match? These guys have had a, a bit of a history. Um, I think it was the Bludgeon Brothers. Who did they defeat? Did they defeat New Day for the titles? Uh, they won at WrestleMania, New Day and the Usos. Yeah, you know, this goes back to WrestleMania. Um, you know, they've they've had some great matches with the bar. Uh, you know, they've uh, the New Day, they've always been there or thereabouts. They've, you know, they come oh so close quite a few occasions recently. Um I think even a, a member up with one of the Usos to go against the Bludgeon Brothers as well on Raw. Um, and, you know, they just got completely annihilated. And now 
all three members of New Day are back up to strength. I think they can put in a good performance against the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, I, I think they can as well. You know, keys to victory here. The New Day have got to be uh, quick. You know, talk about revival in the pre-show. Apart from the error leading to lo- loss of the match, they've got to be quick tags then, and start off quickly. And they have Woods running straight to Eric Rowan. Is it the right pairing, Woods and Langston? Well, I think they've, they've been the best tag team, haven't they? The, these two men. I think Kofi's more single experience. I think Woods and Biggie been the kind of main workers, but Woods has been caught early on. And it doesn't matter which New Day member is there, if Bludgeon Brothers doing this, boot to the face by Harper, goes for the cover, but Woods kicking out. Oh. But for how long? Alligator roll, we haven't seen that in a while from Harper. No but you saying about Kingston being more of a singles competitor, hasn't Kingston been the more like tag team, has any held more tag team titles than the other members of New Day? Together, I mean, you know, part of Air Boom. Uh, he's, he's been part of a fair few different tag teams. Yeah, Cove's been a part of a fair few, but I think if you look at momentum on their side, I think with Woods and Biggie, they've kind of been like the, the main tag team uh, the past couple of years. And I think, it, you know, to give Woods a bit of credit there, and I think with Biggie, you need the kind of power there. I don't think there's much interchange between Kofi and Woods when you talk about experience, but I think with Woods that there's a lot of heart, and I think with the Bludgeon Brothers, you're going to need it. The same with Kofi as well. But I think with Woods, he's uh, he's been impressing me. So, you know, I think it's the better tag team is Big E and Woods with Kofi trying single stuff, you know. And look at Eric Rowan now, squeezing the head of Woods. I mean, it's very 80s, but it's good for two big men. Woods trying to fight off. Clubbing blower now, Rowan. I don't know what he's got. He's got like a pump handle. And he's just picking Woods up <laughs> that is by his cock. Well, that is uh, amazing strength. I think he had the arm underneath there, grabbing something. And uh, Woods in serious trouble. Harper in now. Oh, Hilo over the top rope. Looking for a cover. Two. Oh, oh no. Woods kicking out. Oh. Harper tags him. Rona got far away. Look in their eyes. Oh, no. Both of them take out Big E. Knock him off the ring apron. And they've turned their attention to the larger member of New Day and uh, just slammed Harper onto Big E on the outside. Well, this is not good news for the New Day. And Rowan throws Woods to the outside. Well, maybe we could go victory, but they want to hurt the New Day. And they're rearranging some furniture there. Well, this is not a no disqualification match, but Rowan's got Woods. Comte's getting out of harm's way. No. no, Woods has turned it into like a stunner. So Harper says, well, I'll do it on my own then. Looking for a powerbomb on the stairs. Woods fighting out Hurricane Rana's Harper head first onto the steel steps. And um, unbelievably, both Bludgeon Brothers down. And can Woods get in the ring just out of harm's way for now? Well, I don't think uh, Big E's going to be much use. Oh, he's up on the apron though. But for the tag... And Kofi cheering on as well. Woods dragging his body with Harper out. Uh, Harper grabbing the foot. Rowan behind Big E. Grabs his leg off the apron, but he gets kicked off. And now Big E gets the tag to Woods, goes outside. Belly to belly overhead on Rowan. Catches Harper as he comes off the apron. Oh. Belly to belly overhead for him. I think he landed head first in the matting. Well, the dangerous, but it seems Harper's all right. Gets thrown in, clothesline. Biggie dodges. Belly to belly. 
<laughs> I think Big E's got a bit of pancake power going for him. He is running against the ropes. Slam. Boom. Hits it. And now the New Day chant. Is he looking for the big ending? Got Harper up. No, Harper with the backside. Looking for a clothesline. Big E ducks it. Catches Langston. Falcon arrow. Two. Oh. Only gets a two count. Two. Well, it looked like the Budget Brothers were in trouble for a second, but that's how quickly they recover. And now they've got it on a two-on-one situation. Situation. And you know they're beating that Woods have had, and now they're picking up Biggie in the crucifix. Oh, Biggie with a jumps down the back, though. Throws Rowan shoulder first into the turnbuckle. Well, Harper super kicks Biggie down, but here comes Woods. Oh, takes out Rowan. Well, dived over the top with Gay Abandon. Harper now. Oh, my God. Look like a um, wind, deep six. Winds of change, yeah. Deep six. Oh, oh, and as Luke Harper's trying to climb back into the ring, Biggie spears his way through the second rope and takes him out completely. Rowan's up on the apron. What the hell is Eric Rowan doing? A terrible running crossbody. Well, at least he tried. Bless him. Comes off the top, squashes Biggie, throws him back in. And now Rowan looking to tag Harper. And now both men looking to end the New Day's kind of resurgence in this. Doubles. No, it's crucifix again. Both men slam him down. One, One two. two. Oh! Woods in with the save just in time. And Rowan getting frustrated by that. Throwing Woods out. He lands on the apron. Uh, step up in Seguri. Takes him out. Step up for Owen. Uh, step up for Luke Harper as well. And now Woods jumps in, but Harper catches him. Oh my word! Turns him to Rowan, and Harper there with a the headbutts. Rowan with a wheelbarrow sets up Harper's power bomb. Oh, uh, Woods managing to kick out. Oh, and that was a tough move after Oloy's headbutts. That set up power bomb. Woods. Showing he's still got heart and Kofi still thinks a new day can get back into this. Trying to get the crowd into it as well. He wouldn't bet against them. Uh oh, Eric Rowan. Positivity. Eric Rowan going to pick up Kofi. Oh, backdrop for him. Big E though. Big end into Rowan on the outside. And now one of the Bludgeon Brothers is down. Right in those mats. Harper trying to put Woods away. Picks up Suplex. No. Big E gets the blind tag. Woods booted out. But kicks Big E. And now what the hell is Harper going to do with Big E on the apron here? Taking his time. Maybe going to go for a suplex. Oh, Big E recovering. Punches to the midsection. Oh! Iranagi's him. I think it was a bit of a backstabber as well from Woods. We've seen him do it before. It's all about the timing. And now Harper's in trouble. Well, Rowan's down. Biggie gets a tag to Woods. And now Woods up somehow. Maybe trying to walk the rope. Oh, no. Harper goes to the outside. Woods, why look in his eye, though? No. He's not going to attempt it, is he? He can't, surely. Don't call me Shirley, but... Oh! Bounces off with the elbow. Takes out Luke Harper. I think he hurt himself more coming down. Well, that's about a 10-foot drop, isn't it? At least a 12 to 15 foot drop. Right on that mats, and we know how thin the mats are. 
Wafer thin. Matt, uh, Matt. Woods might have broken his arm, but can he throw Harper back in? He can. Big E gets a tag. And we're going to get new tag team champions here. He's got them loaded up for the big ending. And now Woods slowly getting up. Uh, rowing up. Waxing with the hammer. Here's oh. Big E. And disqualifies for the Bludgeon Brothers. So the New Day do actually win this one by disqualification. So New Day win. And Rowan snapped there. Had to use the hammer. Bludgeon Brothers there looking a bit weak after looking like monsters for a while. Harper saying the Rowan should calm down a little bit. Well, a bit too far there. We don't get the point. So it stays 3-2. And Harper takes the hammer from Rowan and then beats up Big E with it. I tell you what, I am not happy that at a SummerSlam event we've got to finish like that. If you're paying your money for these the biggest events of the year, you want clean finishes. And yeah, maybe it extends the New Day uh, Bludgeon Brothers feud, but you don't do it at SummerSlam. This is where you're meant to have the blow-off feuds. I'm disappointed. Dan, what do you think of the match? Yeah, again, you know, you could have had um, a hammer shot from behind, you know, the referee not looking... A then pin like that. But, you know, just an automatic looking for disqualification. It kind of takes something away from the Bludgeon Brothers now, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it really does. You know, it makes them look a bit weak. Uh, they're out here with the tag team titles. But it is a new day. We've seen the new day getting beaten quite a few times. So I don't think a defeat would have been, like I said, under shady circumstances, uh, difficult. It's just a bit of a bummer, really, on the cards. That after the, the, the good opening that we had, they give us something like this. <coughs> but we're hoping it improves. Well, we're here in New York City. And we're nearly an hour into the main show. And oh my God, look who it is. It is John Stewart. The one and only. Uh, he's a ex-talk show host, but fan of WWE. Wow. So up next, it's going to be Braun Strowman, Kevin Owens for the Money in the Bank briefcase. This is going to be a really interesting match. You know, we look at the uh, the build-up to this one, Dan. What have I thought of the promo? Well, Strowman nearly killed Kevin Owens. Into that. Well, first off, let's have a look at the promo. Maybe tonight should be every man against monster. Well, this is what Kevin Owens is talking about. We're going to gather. Tonight, we take out Braun Strowman. Kevin knows this is his opportunity. Strowman is risen. I don't like the looks of this. Oh my God! Braun Strowman has become monster in the bank. Look, you have to do something about Braun Strowman. I think it's pretty clear that KO brought this upon himself. Here's your keys. But you can't have somebody running around doing stuff like that. He just hit. It's a porta potty. 
Are you okay? Yeah, I'm not well, Stephanie. I'll be honest. Life's been hard with this Braun Strowman vendetta against me. A vendetta, might I have that he has willfully and gleefully allowed. And all I want is a chance to take everything away from him. When I win, when Braun Strowman loses at SummerSlam, I get the money in the bank contract. That's absurd. Actually, Kurt, I kind of like it. Got your match. It's Strowman versus Owens. If Braun Strowman loses in any capacity, Kevin Owens wins Braun's Money in the Bank contract. Braun can lose by disqualification, by count out. The officials counted. He's hit 10. The monster in the bank may be no more after Brooklyn. You tried to take everything away from me. Now I am going to take everything away from you. Well, Kevin Owens nearly got killed by Braun Strowman. Not just at Money in the Bank when he's thrown off 20-foot ladder and landed backwards on a table. But extreme rules when he's thrown off the top of the cage. I mean, how tall, about 25 foot was that, Dan? At least 30 foot in the air, yeah. 30 foot in the air, come crashing down, and it hurt him inside. And yet he just cannot be disentangled from Braun Strowman. Angle making a match at SummerSlam between the two. The only positive for Owens is that the Money in the Bank briefcase is on the line. And if Owens, if Strowman gets disqualified or counted out, it's Owens' his title, or Owens' his chance Owens and then his chance at a title. So it's been interesting. But I don't know, they just sometimes the feuds are too long. And I, I, I don't know if they're punishing Owens, but isn't there anybody else Strowman can beat up? Do you know what I mean? What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, you know, there's a lot of uh, guys that Strowman can beat up. And, you know, well, I suppose you could beat up pretty much anyone in the WWE, yeah. aside from Dean Ambrose and Randy Orton. Is he wearing an end of days t shirt top hoodie? <laughs> Strowman tipped Owens' car over. Owens has suffered a lot from uh, uh, Strowman being thrown around in a um, porta potty or having a car destroyed, having a Kevin Owens set destroyed the very first time Owens was going to try and do that on Raw. It's been stunt after stunt from Strowman. I want to see something sustainable, though, from the monster in the bank. And to be fair, it was a sickening bump as well, wasn't it, you know? It was. But Kevin did win the match. 
He did win. And if that happens to him tonight, he's another winner. He just doesn't look like it. So here we go. The Money in the Bank contract is on the line. And here comes Kevin Owens. It's been an interesting build-up to Strowman versus Owens like we talked about. But damn prediction-wise, oh look, KO in the bank. He's, he's made his own T-shirt, which is cool. He does, you know. He's, he's done KO Mania too. He's he's had a few T-shirts, and I do like his uh, his uh, you know T-shirts designed for special moments. I am a huge fan of Kevin Owens. Who have you gone for in this match, though? Well, Kevin Owens is going to get these hands Strowman to win. I concur. I have gone Braun Strowman in this match. Why have you gone Strowman for? <laughs> I think it would be silly to. Give Strowman this push and, uh, you know, to kind of take it away from him. I think he's ready for the main picture now. Does Strowman need the money in the bank to be Universal Champion, though? No, he doesn't, but it just makes it all that sweeter. I think it plays into Yoma's character if he was to to win the contract and cash in out. I think Hill's better as money in the bank than a face, but Strowman is popular as we hear by his entrance. He roars his way in, but he's got to be more than stunts. He's got to show a bit of something else in the ring now. And I fear this match itself is going to be one big stunt. But Strowman's coming out with a money back briefcase. It makes it look so tiny. <laughs> but is it the last time he'll come out with money in the bank? Um, keys to victory, Dan. What do you think Owens has to do if he wants to upset the odds? I think he has to kind of uh, draw Strowman into... Getting himself disqualified, getting himself counted out, you know, something like that. You know, maybe even Sami Zayn to make a return, punch Owens in the head, Strowman to get disqualified, and Kevin Owens wins. Well, exactly. Any you know, an, an act of God or force of nature for Owens tonight. He needs to be at his absolute best if he's got any chance to take down Braun Strowman and the role that Strowman's been on. You know, my recollection, I can't remember losing many matches ever since uh, Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble, you know, and even then he put a whooping on Lesnar up until a point. The fans are behind him. He's got the money in the bank. It seems perfect. But can Owens upset the party at the biggest party of the summer at Summer's Belt? Strowman now starts to control the crowd a little bit more as well, which is cool. So Strowman now has got to control his temper, I would say. You know, you can't get too annoyed. Maybe Owens is going to try and rile him up in that way. Oh, here comes Strowman. Straight out the <laughs> gate with a big splash on Owens in the corner. Oh, Follows no. it up with a second. Oh, but Owens rolling out the ring, getting out of dodge. Well, Owens has put in big performances at Summer Slams and, of course, NXT TakeOver Brooklyn. So he's on the outside now. Ooh. Here comes Strowman. Building up ahead of steam and just <laughs> runs through Owens. Sends him crashing to the mat. Shit me. A bit, a bit of trouble there. Bounced off and it co- Oh my god, Owens Coming up again. for another go and just <laughs> turns Owens up. I hope Strowman's paying Owens extra for the bumping that he's doing in this match. Yeah, Dave, <laughs> son of a bitch, that smells of shit. <laughs> you say to me that wasn't a fart, that was me. I thought it was a chair. <laughs> Owens has been beaten to pillars of post. He rolls outside at harm's way. Referee can count. Oh! Super kick by Owens. Oh. I just pissed Strowman off. He grabs Owens by the throat, choke slams Owens onto the metal ring ramp. When did Owens become mankind? When did he start taking punishment like this? 
Well, Owens is dead. Strowman's not finished with Owens. We thought one match would go quick. I wasn't sure if it's going to be this one, but I think this is over and done. Here comes Strowman. Throwing Owens back into the ring, telling him to get up. Saying this is over. Maybe running past Sam. Here comes Strowman. Bang! Plants Owens. One, One, two, two, three. And Owens didn't have enough time to piss Strowman off. And, you know, he's, I think he's angry enough as it is. Shouts for his briefcase. Holds it up aloft in the middle of the ring. Well, very impressive there by Strowman. But if he were going to cash it in to the winner of Lesnar versus Reigns tonight, then he's still very fresh. And, of course, one of us has got our cashing card still to play where we can predict when they will cash it in or not. And that is Dan left. And Dan, at the moment, is... is on the roll, because another point for him, 4-3 uh, between us two. But, I mean, I'm glad I didn't go Owens there, because if the internet community was thinking Owens had a chance, I think this proved otherwise. Oh, it's not universal calibre here. Squash, it is a bit upsetting that Kevin Owens being treated like this, but I think he's so strong that he can respond from it. I think that's the only positive I can take. Dan, what do you think of the match? It was an absolute squash match, but it, it was fun and entertaining. I think, you know, it's it's giving Strowman a head of steam as well. And, you know, normal fashion is for a Money in the Bank briefcase holder to lose. I want to cash it later on in the show. But, you know, with Strowman, I think, you know, he's on that big roll. So, you know, he, he might cash it in today. Well, the big problem is Strowman lost this match and he wouldn't have the money in the bank to cash in, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, no, I, I, <laughs> no, I, I, I understand know what you're saying yeah, yeah, yeah. Usually the money in the bank would lose up until that and then it would be classed more as a surprise when he actually does get the victory. We've seen that before. People like Ziggler and um, Punk and, and others like that as well. So, I mean, interesting. It's now, what, we six matches in and I'm not sure how many matches we've got. Is it 13 matches altogether? It's either 12 or 13 12 matches. 12 or 13. Yeah. So we're coming up to... Nearly halfway through, we thought one match would be quick. I mean, we've got the two women's championship matches. You know, we've got the two world title matches that we've got on the line. I'm surprised we haven't seen Balor versus Corbin yet. Uh, hopefully, they've scrapped it or they'll pull it in as filler in between uh, a, a major title match. Major, major title, title match. match. But it's not been too bad so far, has it? The pace has been okay. So up next is the SmackDown Women's Championship. It's Carmella defending against Charlotte. And the Irish last kicker, Becky Lynch. And let's have a look at the promo. I have been patiently waiting and I've never stopped working as hard as I possibly can. But I am just getting started. Big opportunity at hand for Becky Lynch. A victory over Carmella. Will assure Becky a title opportunity at SummerSlam. You hear that, Carmella? Straight fire is coming for you. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Feet on the ropes and Becky was still able to kick out. Becky will not quit on her dreams. Becky Lynch is going to SummerSlam. And come SummerSlam, I think it's time. Becky Balboa became the SmackDown Live Women's Champion again. What do you say? What the? Carmella's trying to take out her competition. 
Destruction or SummerSlam. Dating it uncalled for. This is so typical of Carmella. Wait a minute. It's Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch's best friend, coming to help out Becky. I'm gonna teach you how to be a real champ. You will face Charlotte Flair. And if Charlotte wins, your title match at SummerSlam will become a triple threat. So here we go, Carmella trying to keep Charlotte out of the SmackDown Women's title match at SummerSlam. And now Carmella trying to inflict as much punishment as possible. And now Charlotte grudging to the figure eight. Carmella tap. Charlotte's going to SummerSlam. It is a triple threat match for the SmackDown Women's title. You know I wasn't trying to ruin your moment. I get it. So the hill that I gotta climb just got a little bit bigger, but hey, well, what's new? I get to prove I'm the best by beating the best. I am the greatest female athlete this company has ever seen. See, I'm willing to risk it all. I'm willing to go through anything and anyone, even if that means my best friend. And I am going to be the SmackDown Women's Champion again. Good luck with that. Luck has nothing to do with it, Charlotte. It's every woman for herself in a triple threat match. Carmella, you're a diva living in a women's era. I am a diva, and I'm damn proud of it. Well, here's the thing. I'm the SmackDown Women's Champion for a reason, and they can say whatever they want. This title is not going anywhere. 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 My God. What a promo. So, Dan, what have you thought of the build-up to this match? Well, we we saw uh, Lynch making Carmella tap to the disarmor on SmackDown to earn an opportunity against her at to earn her opportunity against her at SummerSlam. And then uh, Lynch gets beaten down the following week on SmackDown, makes the save upon her return, beats Carmella to make it a three-way tonight. And do you think that's fair? Because Carmella, uh, Becky Lynch had to work hard, and with Charlotte, she's kind of just thrust back in there. Do you think that's fair to Lynch, or fair to Flair? Do you think it's fair to Flair? I don't think it's fair to Lynch, but as Lynch pointed out, you know, if she wants to be the best... She's got to beat the best. Well, yeah, it's been interesting, isn't it? I mean, what have you thought of Carmella's reign as women's champion? I think it's been annoying. There's been no positive points about it. It's, you know, to have Carmella holding the title has completely destroyed Oscar and her legacy. And, you know, Oscar's not even here tonight. Well, that is the problem, isn't it? You know, and uh, it's a shame that we're not seeing uh, Oscar here. But Flair comes out. She's very reaction-followed. By Becky Lynch. Prediction-wise, well, here we go. So, predictions for this one. I have gone for in this match. And still, women's champion, Carmella. Well, I think Carmella is going to capitalise on Becky Lynch and Charlotte going head-to-head and beating each other down. I didn't think about that making my predictions because I've gone for Lynch. Oh, you've gone for Becky Lynch in this one. So is it a way back in for me, or will Dan extend his lead to almost unassailable? Or will Charlotte Flair win? Charlotte win it, it just cancel everything else out. 
This is the questions we asked. The first women's championship match of the night. Let's hope they're not as bad as the Extreme Rules or Money in the Bank women's titles matches. Uh, let's hope they bring something in there. It is weird we've seen two faces against a hill with um, Carmella being a bit outnumbered. But Becky Lynch has got a disarmer section. The fans seem to be behind her now. It might be, may just be Lynch's first ever SmackDown Women's Champion. But here comes Carmella. And she looks ready for action. The Staten Island Princess. F-A-B-L-O-U-S. And look at the CGI dollars coming down. Well, Mella is money. Well, she hasn't got Ellsworth to help her, but I don't think she needs it. Like I said, the distraction that Lynch and Charlotte will cause each other will allow Carmella to sneak out with a victory. So keys to victory. Uh, I think if Carmella wants to win, like we said, uh, like I said, needs to stay out of harm's way. You know, she's going to get caught in the disarmor or the figure eight. I mean, can both move the figure be... eight and disarmor? Yeah, can they be hit at the same time? I, I mean, don't that... think they can. We'll see if it's possible here. And it is a women's title time. I mean, that's what she's got to avoid. Try and snatch it. And she's having a bit of trouble now with her entrance gear. But she don't normally have trouble getting her clothes off, little whore. Well, you might be a little bit against Carmella, but I'm going to stay positive with this match. I hope she can uh, pull it out. Oh, Charlotte Flair now with Becky Lynch. So what does Becky Lynch have to do if she wants to win, Dan? I think she has to take Charlotte out of the situation. And, you know, just focus on Carmella and beating her down, locking her in the disarmor. And I think she attacked quick enough. What's up, my love? My love. I think what's interesting about this, and I'm just going to say it in a triple threat way, is that Lynch's main finisher is submission, and so is Charlotte's. So it's maybe going to take longer than three seconds to get a submission in and make someone tap out with that. I know Carmella's weak, but she might hold off a little bit longer. If Carmella or any of them else can hit a, a power move and get the pinfall like that in a triple threat, I think it's easier because the other person, you know, you got to have eyes on the back of your head for this one. And Carmella might be careful to trash talk because she's going against two of the four horsewomen here. Well, I think they're going to team up, take Carmella out of the picture and uh, just go head-to-head against each other. I think uh, that would be the best strategy for these two women. A bit of respect and Carmella's got none for Lynch forearm. But Flair with a chop to the chest. Runs into a boot from Carmella though. Who dodges Lynch coming in. But gets caught second time round with a kick to the chest. Now Lynch with a snap there. Nice leg drop. Then an elbow drop. Oh, looking for the second leg drop, but Carmella dodging out the way. Goes for a quick cover. Oh, but Charlotte breaking it up. And Charlotte having none of that. Carmella pushes Charlotte, and that might be a mistake. Oh, my God. She slaps Becky upside the head. Oh, blames it on Charlotte. Well, that was clever there by Carmella. Carmella playing it off as Charlotte did it and now Carmella into Lynch tries to cover him. Lynch pulls off Charlotte and then getting in between both of them. They're arguing. I mean, they're going to have to fight at some point. Well, Mella's got a smirk on it. Mella's smirking. No, she's not smirking. She's just happy she's got in between them. Uh-oh. Lynch just arm-dragged Carmella all the way out. I think that was Charlotte with a baseball slide. They're both arguing again. Carmella's got flair. Lynch rolling up Charlotte. Oh, only getting a one count. One. And that was a innovative... I can't say it. That was an innovative cover by Charlotte. It definitely was. Both women bridging out. Lynch shows she's got power. 
probably most underrated of the four horsewomen, the most, you know, underutilised as well, you would say. But she's here. Point. It's got the arm of Charlotte. Oh, she's going for this armour. No, Charlotte with a roll-up, though, but Lynch kicking out. Oh. Got a bit of a stalemate between these two, and I think Carmella's getting exactly what she wanted. These two women taken out of each other. I love the strategy, though, the WWE booking team said, how can you improve a Carmella match? Let's not put her in it as much. <laughs> Let's have Charlotte and Lynch. And as I say, that Carmella pushes Charlotte the ring into the ring post. Oh, and sends Lynch into the ring steps. And uh, Carmella has got an aggressive side to her. That's what we've seen since she cashed in money in the bank and have been women's champion. And now she's spending too long mocking her opponents and capitalising on her, on her advantage. And that is annoying. That is annoying to watch that, especially when there's so much on the line. Carmella now throws Lynch in, goes for the cover. One, two. Lynch managing to kick out. Uh-huh. Now look at Carmella. Right and left, and now the slaps. And now going for a sleeper. We talked about Lynch and Flair submission, but Carmella's going to try it. And now Becky's back to her feet. Backs up Carmella in the corner. Breaks, Breaks the submission. Hold, yeah, but runs into an elbow from Carmella, who takes her down. And that was nice, but Lynch rolling out of harm's way. Charlotte's in now. Looking for a slam, but getting pulled down by her hair. Carmella's been one who so far in the match. Oh, goes for the cover. Charlotte gets shown up at two. Two. And she has it. Now she's got hold of the hair again. But she's moving fast. The referee can't see it. And now Carmella's doing exactly what she did to Becky Lynch. Ragdolling Charlotte. Now mocking Charlotte as she's got the sleeper locked in. Come on, Carmella. You're better than that. Charlotte trying to get to her feet, though. No shot, and then front, but Lynch is in. Oh, trying to roll up Carmella, unsuccessful, and then Carmella with the drop kick, screaming she's a champion, and you are at this moment in time. Now Carmella making Becky Lynch eat Matt, and then just screaming in her face that she's a champion. I think that's fire in the Irish last kicker up though. Yeah, massive mistake by Carmella. Slaps the taste out of Becky Lynch's mouth. <laughs> Carmella mocking Lynch. Oh god, here comes Lynch. Roll up one, two, no. Carmella reversing it. Both women managing to get the shoulders up at two. Two. Oh. And now Carmella holding Lynch in the way so Charlotte can kick her in the face. I don't think Charlotte was aiming for her. Or was she just trying to get her out of the predicament? I think that's exactly what happened there. Carmella. As plans gone perfect in this match so far up until now, where she's got the leg caught by Charlotte. It gives her a Ric Flair-like knife-edge chop to the chest. Well, all the talking in the world won't help you with this. Bone chilling and Charlotte there, lovely. Exploder suplexes? Not quite exploders. Beautiful back suplex. And oh, her T-bones, I think. Well, Emily are well executed. And has Charlotte had a bit of work done? Oh, on her breasticles. Yeah, I was just saying that now. I mean... Just I think pop, the work is up. in the top that she's using. Yeah, well, going for the figure eight. Carmella kicks her into the ropes. Lynch is there, hits her with a knee, and now he's climbing up. Well, you're saying about the submission, but you've got the Bexploder suplex, and you've got the natural selection from Flair. That so both true. women have got a power finisher. That is true. Becky Lynch, though, at the moment, nips up, and now he's taking out Charlotte. And this is what Lynch can do. Charlotte rolls out the ring. Carmella up. Oh, Lynch ducks it and takes out Carmella. Spinning heel kick to the midsection. Big uppercut. 
Up a what? And now Lynch has got a... A Bexploder suplex. Well, big Bexploder suplex. Can she go for the pin? No, Carmella has fallen into the corner. Look at the charge in, uh, in the corner, but Carmella deposits her on the apron. Well, Lynch fights her off, goes up top, but Carmella crutching her. And now Carmella, Alatrish Strat is going up with a leg scissors. Takes down Lynch. One, two, oh. Only getting a two count. Two. <clears throat> and Carmella just can't put Lynch away. Going for the kick now, but Lynch blocks it. Or oh, another exploder, but looks like Carmella had the hair. Here comes Charlotte. Beers Carmella. I think that accidentally DDT'd Becky Lynch as well on the way down. Fucking hell. Flair going for a cover on both of them, but both women kicking out. Oh, Well, Charlotte ever so close there. Lynch rolls to the outside. Charlotte in, but kicked in midsection by Carmella. And then throws Charlotte's head into the second turnbuckle. And now Carmella slowly taking her time, talking trash to Charlotte. Oh, struggling to put Charlotte up. See how much help Charlotte had to help then. And now she might be going for the head scissors yet again. Taking a sweet-ass time. I think the comments are right. I think <coughs> that Carmella is actually a diva. Well, I think it's true in that. But Charlotte catches Carmella. Brings her down. Front first. And now she's got a Boston Crab in. Carmella's in the middle of the ring. She's going to tap, surely. Don't call me Shirley. Oh, Carmella rolling through. Oh, but no. Charlotte turns it into the figure four. Bridge out for the figure eight. Well, she's trying to now. And Lynch up top. Oh. Leg drop to Charlotte. Charlotte. One, two. Oh, oh. Carmella breaks it up. <sighs> well, last second there by Carmella. Keeping hold of her women's title. But Charlotte has gone for the figure eight. All three women down at the moment. Charlotte rolls to the outside. And now it's just Lynch and Carmella. Both women trading. I think Lynch is going to come out and top it. Oh, the fiery Irish woman there with a headbutt to follow up as well. And Carmella deposits her to the outside. Lynch lands on the apron. Looking to make her way back in, but she gets caught with a knee to the gut. Sends her crashing to the way for Finn Mats. And now is Carmella going to take a chance here. If she comes, oh... I think Lynch catched, caught her through that. Well, she did just about, even though Carmelo overshot it. Lynch is down at the moment. And Charlotte's getting to her feet. Oh, my God. Coming up to the top turnbuckle. Lynch and Carmelo there. Here comes Charlotte. Oh! A tornado, well, a tornado moonsault there. Taking mainly Carmelo out. I think Lynch just fell into it. Yeah, I think Lynch was just there to be like, yeah, all right, you missed me completely. But now Charlotte is going to throw Lynch in the ring, and we might have a new women's champion right here, right now. Goes for natural selection, but no. Lynch, disarmer, she got it locked in. Tap, 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 oh, tap. Charlotte's tap, cool. tap, tap. Oh. oh, for fuck's sake, Carmella, you cunt. Well, Carmella there. She's got Lynch, no. Lynch throws her to the outside. And now Charlotte's in. Go for the big boot. Rock bottom type move. Go for the pin too. Oh, but Carmella again breaking it up. Fucking hell. That was too close then. Well, Lynch had the summer in. Carmella's on defense at the moment. And Carmella getting in trouble for the disarmor. No. Throws Becky Lynch into the turnbuckle. Rolls her up. One, two. Oh, but Lynch managing to 
kick out. Oh. Even though Carmella was climbing the ropes, hits her with a super kick. One, One two. two. Oh. oh, Charlotte making the save. Shit. I think that's Carmella's chance gone now then. So it's just Charlotte. Carmella getting to her feet. Kick to Charlotte. Sends her to the outside. Ah, yeah. Some lynches there. Oh, Bang, go on. Lock it in. No. Disarma. Oh, kicked by Carmella. No, but Lynch with a Disarma again. Tap, tap, tap. Don't you tap, Carmella. Carmella reaching for the rope. Come on, you can get it. Fingertips away. Yes, breaks it. <sighs> that was close. Lynch trying again. But exploder. Oh, my God. Now Lynch. Disarma in again. Come on. Where's no, Charlotte? Charlotte, you twat. Natural selection by Charlotte. Not like this. One, two, two three. Fucking hell. <laughs> Fucking assholes. Charlotte Flair, the new women's champion. Pinning Becky Lynch. The wrong woman won that one. In both ways. Dan. I actually thoroughly enjoyed that match. I thought it was really good. There was, you know, apart from the ending. And I'm glad Carmella's not champion anymore. Yeah. Because she's irritating Spends too much time gloating and screaming and shouting and dancing around and just looking like an idiot. Yeah, that might be part of her persona, but it's kind of taken away from what the women can do in the ring. You know, since Carmella's been women's champion, we've had terrible match after. T- but, you know, you throw two talents in it like Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair and it actually improves this match tenfold. Yeah, you're right. You're right. The Carmella experiment didn't work. She's in tears as she walks away. But, uh, I mean, there's still a lot to learn. But Lynch is devastated that Charlotte not only got involved in a SummerSlam match, who's taken away a moment, but pinned Lynch for all that. So you've got to question if Becky Lynch is going to be happy about it. Charlotte is women's champion yet. Then. Uh, what's going to be the ending between these two women? Mm, it'll be interesting to see. Oh, well, they're hugging it out. That's nice to see Charlotte and Lynch giving each other a hug and celebrating the fact Charlotte is women's champion again. Black Exploder. Someone's going to attack him. Four horses. Basler. Stone Cold. Well, they're hugging in the ring. Lovely moment there from Charlotte and Lynch. Bang! Yes, Becky! Knock that taste out of her smug mouth. Beat the fuck out of her. Oh, no! Lynch turned on Charlotte! Oh, well, Lynch got pushed too far. Look at the fans loving it. Oh, no. Well, Lynch... Yes, Becky Lynch won! I get a point! You do not get a point. She wants a title. She's made a statement now. God, Becky. Teach her for sticking her oar in your title match. Well, the fans absolutely love it, Becky Lynch. Announce table. Or into Barry Kay. Uh, oh, my God. Sends her into Barry Kay. She's not done with her, though. Well, Lynch sends her career over the German announce table. And this is a different side of Becky Lynch. Dan, do you approve of it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm very happy. You know, Becky Lynch may have lost the battle, but she's... I, I agree there. And you see that Charlotte may be women's champion, but she's in a lot of trouble right now. Lynch walks away with her head held high. And I think this confirms that Carmella is not going to get the women's title shot anytime soon with, a fl- with this flair feud as it is. And it'd be interesting to see if the women's title match, uh, the Raw women's title match can live up to this one. You deserve it. <laughs> I think they're trying to... Sh- <laughs> well, not a great moment for Charlotte. 
and she's in serious trouble, but fair play, Becky Lynch. Oh, Charlotte crying, the crowd absolutely hate her. <laughs> With tears in her. Woo! She is women's champion, but we must move on because, of course, this is WWE SummerSlam, and up next, it's going to be quite incredible because it is the United States title on the line. It is Finn Balor versus Baron Corbin. It's the WWE title match next. We're going to get it early. It's AJ Styles versus Samajo. It's a match I'm looking forward to see. Well, let's have a look at the promo. This is SmackDown Live. The house that AJ Styles built. the most prestigious championship in the world at the biggest event of the summer, SummerSlam. All I need is my opponent. And then Samoa Joe! Samoa Joe put the WWE Champion to sleep! Samoa Joe just signed his name on the SummerSlam contract. AJ Styles. You put everything behind being champion. In fact, you put being champion in front of being a member of your own family. AJ, I've known you a long time and I know the truth. You feel much more comfortable being on the road than you ever have being a husband to your wife. You're a failure as a father. SummerSlam! Your family, they'll be cheering for me. After I'm done putting you to sleep, your wife and kids, they'll have their daddy back. But I will be WWE Champion. Samoa Joe doing everything possible to get in the mind of AJ Styles. Samoa Joe, over a decade of friendship, you threw it all away when you talked about my family. I want to be one of the greatest WWE superstars for my family. I got home where I could hug my kids, hug my wife, and as I was holding Wendy, she said, we support you and we appreciate everything you're doing. At SummerSlam, Joe, you're not walking out the WWE Champion. You'll be lucky to walk out at all. Period. Here in my hand, I hold a letter from a member of the WWE Universe. Dear Joe, the things that you said about AJ Styles and his family made me physically ill. Not because they were wrong, but because they were true. It's clear AJ never wanted children. Maybe he never wanted a wife either. At SummerSlam, I pray that you win so AJ can know the feeling of losing the thing he loves the most because I lost him a long time ago. My sincerest gratitude, Wendy Styles. 
So, for the build-up to this match, for me, the build-up has not been good as I think the actual match will be. I think therein lies the difference. We've not seen enough build-up talking about the history of Joe and Styles. I know they want to pretend that this is kind of one of the first times they're meeting. But the rich history of that, I think, goes back a long way. And these two men... Supremely talented. They've had great matches against each other in TNA and Ring of Honor and other like that. And I think there's nothing wrong with looking at outside promotions, especially with the relationship they've had with Ring of Honor in the past. The thing I like about this is Joe. This is a new, this is a kind of Joe that we've been wanting to see for a very long time in WWE. And he's kind of been the monster for here and there. But he's like kind of attacked from behind with AJ Styles when he was announced as a number one contender was great. From Joe. Uh, that kind of could clear the clutch. And how dangerous he is. You know. Styles doesn't stand a chance. And the kind of personal issues they had. To the promo on Smackdown. Bringing his kids into it. We didn't get a chance to see Styles reacting. Luckily in the promo. And what we talked about on the kickoff. The fact is that Styles is upset. And it's become a more personal matter now. And he wants to get his hands on him. But uh, that's what I feel about it. I think the match itself is better. Than the, uh, the build up. But, Dan, what are your thoughts on the match? Yeah, I'm hoping the match uh, lives up to expectations. I've, I've got high hopes for this match. And, you know, I hope it is, as you say, a lot better than the... Um, a lot better than the build-up to it as well. So, Farty Boy, what is your prediction in this match? AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Well, I've gone for in this one. And still W Champion AJ Styles. It's weird. The kickoff we went completely different. We've gone the same a lot tonight, apart from the previous match. Why have you gone AJ Styles in this one? I just think, you know, he's he's built such good momentum and hopefully this has set up a series between these two guys where their matches just get even bigger and better. Yep, 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 yep. Well one of the most impressive facts about AJ Styles is the fact that, like we talked about the kickoff show, 45% of his time in WWE, he has been WWE champion. And that is quite astounding when uh, he comes out. We talked about Carmella's title reign. Dan, what are your thoughts on AJ Styles' WWE championship reign? I think it's been great. You know, he's had some brilliant feuds down the line. Um, you know, ever since he made his appearance at the Royal Rumble, I think it was great. Um... You know, he's had a brilliant two, two and a half years in WWE. Yeah, and his kids, well, his daughter and his wife's at ringside looking on. Uh, I think it's WWE Champion Styles has kind of been a good champion for it. it. You know, the belt's not been too big for him. He's come in, and after all the experience of kind of independence of where he's been, uh, it, it suited him to come in at this time, weirdly enough. And he's kind of opposite champion of Brock Lesnar. He's always defending it. Uh, he's at every pay-per-view. He's always going to put in a great performance. You know, you can do a lot worse as AJ Styles as your WWE champion. And Samoa Joe, I think, would be a great choice. I personally don't think it's ready yet. I think Styles deserves 
to continue his reign. I think Joe needs to beat him eventually, not like Nakamura's in like four or five fucking matches and never gets done. Because you can see the intensity between the two. Styles has this ability to move on from Nakamura until uh, Samoa Joe. And look at Joe taking the microphone and Joe talking to AJ Styles' wife. Oh, no, you don't. Uh... Oh! <laughs> Joe says to AJ's wife, don't worry, daddy's coming home tonight. AJ's furious. <laughs> I love this, Joe. Oh, you're going to swear in front of your child. AJ wants to kick Joe's ass. Here we go. WWE Championship on the line. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. Let's get it on. Keys to victory in this one, Dan. What does AJ have to do if he wants to beat Samoa Joe? He has to do everything he's done to beat off every other challenger for his title recently. Um, you know, he needs to uh, avoid Joe. Joe's a hard, heavy-hitting bloke. Um, you know, avoid the Kakina clutch as well. Because once that's locked in, game over. Yeah, both men have got great submissions. Both men have got great finishes. You know, Styles Clash versus Muscle Buster. Kakina Clutch versus the uh, Calf Crusher. A very evenly matched, even though Joe's obviously going to have the power advantage. You've got to say, uh, AJ Styles is very quick, but go on. Not just the Styles Clash, you've got the Phenomenal Forearm the as Phenomenal well. Phenomenal Forearm, of course. Let's not forget what he won the WWE Championship with. If these men match up well, you would say, obviously, Joe's got the power. AJ more the speed, but Joe could be quick and Styles could be strong. So this is why it's uh, a really good matchup and the early going Colin and Elway tie up. Joe backing Styles up. Longer hair, Joe, not used to, but he seems more confident and I like that in Joe. I think that's what's uh, good about the character. Well, Joe's going to kill you, but he can also do this as well. And I think Samoa Joe has indeed got an AJ Styles head leading into this matchup. What do you think of AJ Styles in purple? I think it's pretty cool. I like Styles. I mean, he could wear anything, do you know what I mean? Like, and change around like that. I think the purple suits him. I like Joe with the uh, the blue as well. I know he's red or yellow. Sometimes just shorter pants as well. I just like both of these dudes. They've worked hard enough to get to this moment. Both of these deserve for the WWE Championship to be involved. Even though it's not the main event, it's down the card. You know, you go back 10 years, you're telling me AJ versus Joe would have been main event. Uh, it would have been the SummerSlam WWE title. You know what would have believed you. So, at least professional wrestlers do something good there. It's giving these guys, independent guys, a chance to actually prove they belong on the main stage. And even if WWE stockpiling talent, the cream always rises to the top, as Macho Man says. And that's beautiful by Styles there, sliding over the top of Joe. Seeing these two guys early on, you can see like the chemistry these have got. It's just so exciting as well to see this and know it can be a great match if given time. Oh, Joe pushing Styles off, Styles running the ropes and just getting ran through by Joe. <laughs> oh, Joe seems happy with his work. And I'll tell you what, I'd be really pleased with SummerSlam. I know they're not going to do it, but if you got rid of the Battle of Corbin match, if you, maybe even Nakamura-Jeff Hardy match, I know people want to see that, and then after this have the Rousey-Bliss match and then Lesnar-Reigns and then we can all go home. I know they're not going to do that, but at this moment in time, we're 90 minutes in. Just over as Joe gets kicked in the calf. Another thunderous kick to the calf as there is attempting a, a lock up there. Well, Joe's got to be careful going into Styles. Styles has evolved so much from the guy that Joe first met in Ring of Honor. 
Uh, these two guys, their careers are par paralleled as well. well. This is a crazy thing, you know, the same companies, the same kind of uh, matches. You know, the greatest match in TNA history is Triple Threat involving Joe, Joe Styles and Christopher Daniels. You know, that's the X-Division match. Yeah, the X-Division Chest upstairs, you know, that's how good it is. But look at Joe stopping the kick and now with the jabs. And you talk about Brock Lesnar being dominant or Braun Strowman. I'll back Joe up in a fist fight. Indeed, yes. And, you know, and not taking anything away from Joe. We've followed him since Joe Watch. Joe Watch. <laughs> you know, Jared's most exciting part of WWE is Joe coming into it and he's missing his biggest and best matches. But... And how much he loved AJ Styles. And he said he was going to do well. And he actually did. You know, probably one of the things Jared ever got right. And now these both men have a title. But don't take it away from them that they were jazz men. You know, they are great wrestlers. Oh, yeah, you know, we're both fans of the pair of these guys. Yeah, of course. And AJ Styles there with a drop kick. And that was lovely by him. You still got Miz versus Daniel Bryan as well, we shouldn't forget. Sorry about that. We're talking about the big matches we've got coming up. Indeed, yes. But Styles now has taken down Samoa Joe. And I thought Joe was playing possum, and he was. Hello, possums. <laughs> Hello, possums. Nice jab. But Styles was followed with a kick and a punch. There's actually nine titles on the line tonight. That is crazy. Is that too many? Well, I, I think there's too many titles in, in WWE. But we've had only one new champion in that lot. No, we've had two new champions. The line two. Flair and Rollins. Can Joe... Be the third. Joe's on the outside. Here comes Styles. Lovely drop kick there. Using the ropes. Sending Joe to the announce table. But wouldn't you rather see him split over two shows? I think there's too much for this. Yeah, especially now we feel comfortable. Uh, I think in an hour's time, when we're still waiting for the two title, you know, the women's and the universal title match, I think that might be a little bit different. But Styles on the outside. Going to chase Joe down. Looking for a knee off the apron. But Joe blocking it. Kicking his legs out from underneath. And Major Styles collapsing on the edge of the ring. Well, Joe went into roll Styles, but can only get a one. One. And that just shows how tough AJ Styles is. Cool. A big chop there sends AJ back to the mat. Some people back him up at the corner. Joe's chop sends you down. He's an excellent striker. Is Joe, but Styles not too bad himself. Kicking and punching his way out of this. Looking for a suplex, but Joe's blocking it. <coughs> Goes for a knee lift instead. Oh, Joe reversing the suplex, sending Styles face first into the mat. And Joe catching his breath back. Styles on the apron. Rolls the outside. Oh, my God. And here comes Joe. Flying through the ring ropes. Forearm to Styles, sending him crashing into the announce table, then straight down to the mats. Well, and that was... Impressive by Samoa Joe. We know he can fly. The big man. Big man. Hi, big man. And now Joe grabbing Styles, throws him in. Goes for the cover. Two. Oh, oh. but Styles kicking out quite quickly. Uh -huh. Um. So going back to what you were saying a minute ago, uh, would you be happy then if you nights, if this was your main event on, say, the Saturday, if TakeOver was Friday, if this was the main event on a Saturday night, and then you picked up tomorrow with the rest of the card, would you be happy paying that money for the for the tickets the next? If you're, I said, oh, well, it, I suppose, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know if what I mean? I was watching it live. Well, as you, if you're watching it, yeah, for the network, it's fine if it's one or two nights. But if you're actually paying that money, you're going out, then you have to pay another what two hundred, three hundred dollars for the next night. 
is it fair on the fans that could get the whole show in one? Well, you know, there is that, but he, you know, you've got the fact that people will pay it. If it's there, they will pay it. Yeah, I thought you were going to go, well, fuck them. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But... No, I'm, you know, I'm... <laughs> Why? Why do you feel the two-show thing would be better for WWE? You know, not maybe. You know, maybe not even over the same weekend as well. But since they've gone from the brand split, they've kind of turned it down into one show a week. I know it is more manageable for us and getting it all over and done within one night. But you know, by what happened with Extreme Rules, it was a long show, and people's getting bored during one of the best matches of the night. Yeah, no, that is that is true. You know, I will agree with you there. And you know, it's there are a few youngsters in the crowd as well, so they're going to get bored and rest. They're sitting there for five, six hours at a time. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. You know, you don't want restless kids, do you? And, and this is the thing: is that maybe WWE could do something about it, uh, but they won't because you know they'll they'll just the, the talk is to have like maybe two WrestleManias a year. And stuff like, well, could you have two SummerSlams? Well, maybe you could if it was Australia. <laughs> you know, like, try it around like that. But... One at the beginning of the summer, one at the end of the summer. Yeah. But now, Joe and Styles trading shots. Joe trying to slow it down with submission, and Styles recovered. But again, you know, they're trying to make titles prestigious. So, how would you be able to make the Intercontinental title prestigious if it's getting left off every other pay-per-view? No, I agree with you there. Yeah, no, I think... And is the WWE losing... The championship losing steam because it's always in the kind of middle of the card and never going to be the main event, you know? That's one of those things that you have to ask yourself. Joe sent to the outside by Styles' right hand. He doesn't get knocked down easily. He comes flying over the top. Phenomenal forearm. I suppose if Styles can get back in, this is over now. Joe's up to his knees, eh? Oh, my God. Fighting off AJ with a pig right hand. <laughs> you heard the blow there. And now Joe is going to go flying again. Oh. Styles catches him with a step up. Well, Joe has not gone down yet. Goes for the clothesline. Styles with his combination left, right, back elbow clotheslines Joe down. Well, that does take him down. And now here comes AJ running in. Running forearm. Well, it's not phenomenal, but it's pretty fantastic as it rocks Joe. And Styles gaining momentum and looking straight at his wife and his little girl. Here comes Styles running in. Splash in the corner. And now picking up Joe. No, he can't. Joe pushed him into the corner. But Joe runs into a big back elbow. Oh. oh! Well, that was beautiful. Second rope, moonsault DDT, but can only get two. And you see the markings on Sol's face where Joe's been jabbing him, verbally and physically. Mm. And now Styles trying to get Joe in position, maybe for Styles' clash. Signaling for it, but Joe sends him out. He's set up in the corner, though. Well, that shows power by Styles to get Joe on the top turnbuckle. It took less effort than Carmella putting <laughs> Charlotte up there. And now, Carmella. And now Styles going to go for the Hurricane Runner. Uh-oh. Joe with a headbutt sending Styles off. Oh! Fucking hell, Samoa Joe with a leg Larry off the top. Oh! But Styles somehow managing to kick out. Uh. I don't know why the crowd's so quiet in this one. That was an incredible move there by Joe. 
And now Joe striking Styles. Styles is in serious trouble, losing his grip, slowly loosening on the W Championship. Joe comes running in. Oh! Inverted atomic drop. Well, Joe, Styles trying to leapfrog. Joe had it scouted. Boot to the face. Running sent on to... Oh. oh. Well, that's something you don't see Joe doing. Celebrating before he actually gets the win. That's why Styles managed to kick out. Uh-huh. The cover was not correctly applied. You can't say that from the Samoan submission machine often. And Joe will know all about AJ Styles and what's it take, what's it, and what it takes to put him away. Styles responds over the forearms, right hands. Joe out, but Joe a bit too heavy. AJ Styles a bit too tired. I think a bit of both. And now Joe with a knee. Oh my God! Well, Styles gets him up. Everything he got. To put Joe down on the knee. But the problem is for Styles. The knee gave way. And now he can't get the cover. Now he's got an injured peg. Against one of the most dangerous men in WWE. Styles really struggling. With that leg to get to his feet. And I'll tell you something else. I'll be really surprised. If the WWE title and maybe the Universal title. Changed hands tonight. You know. Styles now going to weigh my prediction for the face of the match at all. Styles now going to go Styles Clash. Joe backs him up. It's gone. Yeah, Joe throws him to the corner, comes in with a splash, but AJ Styles moved out of the way, loading on that phenomenal forearm. And here he comes. No. Joe ducking it. And Styles gets caught in a wicked power slam. Joe but with a cover, but AJ managed to get his shoulder up at two. Two. I don't know how there. So much speed. I mean, Styles must have gone at least 70 miles an hour. At least 80 to 90 miles an hour. Orton-esque. It really was by Joe. But like Randy Orton, can Samoa Joe become WWE World Champion? He feels so. He looks like he's smirking. No, James, he's just got a smile on his face because he knows AJ Styles is going to be easy pickings from here on in. Forearms to the face. Runs up now to Styles. AJ with a crucifix. Rolls up Joe. Joe rolls through. Gets hit with a super kick. And can Styles load him up for the Styles clash? Well, he's tried it once. Couldn't get him up. Does so now. Oh, my God. Dang, plants Joe. But I don't think he had both legs hooked. It was only one. Goes into the cover. One, two. Oh, oh but Joe managing to kick out. Ah. Well, it wasn't properly an impressive feat of strength by AJ Styles. And also didn't hit the leg, but at that moment in time, you're just struggling to get the cover before you run out. I just said that, Corey. So you got to guess the leg suffered a little bit of injury. For normal for um, Ray Leg, oh, problem, Kikuna Clutch, pass it out, new champion. I don't think they will, but... And now Styles looking at his wife saying, i got to take him down, baby. I'm going to come here and fuck you and then fuck my sister after. Ding. Adam Cole, baby. Why say that name? Ah! Why say that cunt's name? Styles with a forearm to Joe. Joe is rocking on his last legs. Backed up into the corner. Now look at AJ with the combinations picking apart. Left, right, head. Joe <laughs> coming back. Samoan slaps. Backing Styles into the opposite corner. And now Styles, Styles ducks, hits a Pele kick. It's like a firework display. Oh, look at Joe. Oh, there's Styles. 
And now here comes Styles running in. Boom. Oh, but gets caught Iranagi from Joe. I'm glad they got given enough time. It's a shame it's going to end soon, but they've really got something special between these two men. Styles struggling to get to his feet, having to use the ropes to get up. That's no surprise. Well, both these men have been through a war so far, and it's not even over yet. Styles struggling to get to his feet. I mean, what a match this has been. As Joe looks to put away AJ Styles. No, Styles turns him. Rolls through, calf crusher. And he's got it in. And he's Singed made in. many a men tap out with this before. Oh, Joe's in serious trouble. Trouble, 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 trouble. And Joe grabs the head of AJ. And just bounces him off the mat. Oh! Locks in the Kakina clutch. He's got it in the middle of the ring. Styles in all sorts of trouble. Brilliant reversal by Joe. And Styles, Styles struggling to get to the rope. Oh my god, Styles is passing out here. No. Foots to the ropes. Well, Mike Keona checked the arm, but luckily Styles is a frog hair away. Joe now signaling for the muscle buster. And the end. And saying it's the end of AJ Styles. And Joe, if he hits this, it'll be over. I think Styles realising it. With everything away, Joe. Oh, my God. Joe with a step up, just <laughs> knocking AJ off the top turnbuckle there. He's perched out there. I do believe we got a new WWE champion here. Joe has looked on point in this match. Throws AJ into the steel steps. And is it any coincidence they're nearly right in front of AJ's wife and kid? And look at Joe's got the microphone. Oh. Oh, my God. Styles is busted open. And Joe just got the mic and said to his AJ's wife, he'll be your new daddy. Here comes Styles. <laughs> Takes out Joe, drives him into the ring announcer's area or to the timekeeper's area. <laughs> oh, my God. Kicks 10 pounds of shit out of Joe. And Mike Cole out here and AJ's taking out ring officials. No, he's got the chair. No, do it. Oh. Gets himself disqualified. God damn. Should have gone Joe. Another match ends his disqualification. Disqualification. And AJ now is sending a message to Samoa Joe. You do not talk about his family. Well, it sets up another great match between these two, so I'm happy. Yeah, I know, I know. And this time, hopefully, no disqualification. And now the official's coming out here. Who's that crazy man bleeding, hitting the other guy with a chair? That's your father. <laughs> Who's your daddy, Chance? It is AJ Styles. What an ending to a great match for these two men here. Showcasing everything they got. They've got the time perfectly in this match as AJ's not stopped attacking Samoa Joe yet. Finley there, he loves a fight. What are you farting in? <laughs> Oh, fart, fart, Uncle, fart, fart. Uh, I think fantastic effort. Yeah, disqualification finish is a damn shame. But I think very, very enjoyable. Dan, what are your thoughts on that match? Bloody great match, yeah. It's, I'll tell you what, it has been shockingly great this SummerSlam. You know, the card has lived up to it. And, you know, we've still got Daniel Bryan 
What the fuck is going on with that bloke's hair? He looks like a complete cunt. Yeah. We've still got Daniel Bryan versus The Miz. We've still got Ra- uh, Rousey versus Bliss. Uh, so there's enough there. Styles grabs his daughter. <laughs> she don't want her daddy. It's because you're bleeding, AJ. That's why. And now Styles going off with his wife and daughter. Prediction-wise, neither of us get a point. 4-3 because of Joe's uh, disqualification victory. And now it's time to walk with Elias. Here he is. He's on the uh, stage and he's ready. He said he wants to dedicate this song to all the New Yorkers out there tonight in this awful city. And here we go. We'll shut our mouths and silence our cell phones. And here we go, play a tune. And oh, my God. What's happened to his guitar, Dan? It's broken in half. Well, the fans chant you fucked up. I can't believe it. We've never seen a guitar break before. Not it's over uh, somewhere. Yeah, exactly. What is GPD going to do now? The guitar playing douche. He's got no guitar. He's it's just, just a douche. A douche. <laughs> <laughs> well, kicks his stool over. I wonder if Bobby Lashley's got anything to do with this. And we're not going to see GPD in the Miz stage. We see the Miz getting ready for tonight's big match with Daniel Bryan. He comes across the B team. And is it going to be a Miz Tides reunion? No, they want the B team means Daniel Bryan. They want Bryan to win. So no Mistarage reunion, but the Miz will be in action next, and it's a match we've been waiting for so long to see, Dan. Almost eight years build up for it. It's the Miz, it's Daniel Bryan, and it's next. Let's have a look at this juicy build up. <laughs> I feel like we've been doing this forever. And somehow, it's still not over. My NXT rookie is Daniel Bryan. Do you think you're ready for the WWE? You're the rookie! I'm the You're nothing! I had so much knowledge to give Daniel Bryan that he just refused to listen to. I was his ticket to the top. Championships, fame, fortune. I came to WWE to be me. And all Miz wanted to do was turn me into him. Do you think this face could ever be on Access Hollywood? Take my star power and put it into you. I realized that I didn't need The Miz, but maybe The Miz needed me. When I step in this ring, there is nobody better than Daniel Bryan! You might as well get on the Daniel Bryan bandwagon. I taught you everything you know. Daniel Bryan has just cast in. He is not a star. He doesn't deserve to be here. The Yes Movement. That's sweeping the world. Daniel Bryan wins the Intercontinental Championship. Daniel Bryan did it. There is your new face of WWE. It is with a heavy heart that I officially announce my retirement. I knew my style would catch up with me, but I couldn't live with myself if I took shortcuts or was afraid to take a punch like The Miz. There's no gentle way to say it to me. You wrestle like a coward. This is the last title that you held, Daniel. I have respect for the title. I just don't have respect for the person holding it. You sit there and call me a coward? Let me tell you about a coward. Why don't you quit and go to the bingo halls? Don't you walk away from me. You're the coward. Why are you here? Like, you can't wrestle anymore. Daniel Bryan can't wrestle anymore, but I can! The 
Miz is now an eight-time Intercontinental Champion. I'm sick of all of you sitting there criticizing me. I am everything Daniel Bryan is not. Who do you think that they call when they need a spokesperson, a commercial, a movie, a red carpet? The truth is, and always will be, I am superior to Daniel Bryan. You need to fight You're the power of your dreams. Power. Why don't you quit your dreams? That's what Daniel Bryan does. He fights for his dreams. Huge news. Former WWE champion Daniel Bryan has been medically cleared for in-ring competition. We didn't even accept reality, Daniel. The Yes Movement is over. The WWE Universe has moved on. Why can't you? Somebody needed to tell Daniel the truth. You know you no longer can hang with me in this ring. I'm not done. I still have something to prove to The Miz. I fought to come back because I couldn't find a way to live without this. That's the difference between you and I. For me, this is about passion, and for you, this is about fame. As much as you pretend that you want to fight me, you just want me and you locked in conflict because you know it furthers your career. After all the talking, after all the taunting, after all the crap between you and me, there's only one thing left for us to do. You want to try to steal my spotlight? Let's get in the ring. I knew your eagle could handle me being in the main event. One on one. It always has to be about Daniel Bryan. At SummerSlam. My nightmare of carrying you for the past eight years will be over. To finally, I shut and better you than you up. So what have you thought of the build-up? Today, so the promo really gets a round of applause. Come on now. Well, it goes all the way back to 2010 when Daniel Bryan was just a rookie coming up from NXT. The Miz took him under his shoulder. He wanted to turn him into a mini Miz, much like he'd done to Alex Riley, much like he'd done to Damian Sandow. He wanted a carbon copy of himself. But Daniel Bryan quickly realised he didn't want to be the Miz. He wanted to be Daniel Bryan. And the Miz obviously couldn't accept that. He was, you know, taking every opportunity to go Daniel Bryan into, you know, into something. And then in 2016, Daniel Bryan had to retire. He wasn't medically cleared to wrestle. And that's when the Miz thought he'd play Billy Big Balls because he knew Daniel Bryan couldn't respond, couldn't fight him. And then in 2018, early this year, Daniel Bryan managed to you know, get medically cleared for wrestling. And then that's when the feud really heated up between these two guys. And the past few weeks on SmackDown, it, you know, these two guys have been face-to-face. You know, the Miz putting in his cheek, cheek, yeah, <coughs> the Miz putting in his cheap tricks, trying to get one up on Daniel Bryan. But, you know, this is going to be the night when Bryan finally shuts up the Miz. Yeah, I mean, if you put, I mean, we talk about Chumper Kagana and NXT TakeOver having a story this such a big story, such a big feel to this match as well. Is WrestleMania worthy? We see Maurice at ringside with the baby pram. Well, I bet in that the baby's not actually in that pram. We might see something from that. The Miz out here, futuristic style. You've got to love him, even though you hate him. You know, it's, it's one of these things about he the Miz. He looks like a complete cunt. He does. But Daniel, that's the whole point of him as well, ladies. You know what I mean? That. 
He is hated. And here comes Brian. The response. Who is loved here and everywhere. So Daniel Bryan returns. It's a great thing. We finally get to see the Miz and Brian coming out wearing green and blue. You don't see it that often. But, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? I mean, because who do you favour this for? Brian or the Miz? I mean, Brian's definitely got the fans behind him. But prediction-wise, Dan, it's 4-3 to you, and it's my go first. And I need something important. I have gone for the winner of this one. The Miz oh. <laughs> Well, James, this could be the, the prediction that separates the men from the boys because I have gone for old goat face, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I was hoping you were going to go Bryan because sometimes you do need changes in predictions. And the Miz, I think Bryan may well win, but I've just seen that, like I say, the, 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 the thing at ringside when Maurice being there. I say the thing, the baby's pram. And I think there's going to be some shenanigans in the Miz. This feud is only getting started. Wouldn't it be brilliant if the man to stop AJ Styles from winning the W Championship is the Miz? And the Miz wins it, and then Brian wins the Rumble, and then WrestleMania, it's the Miz versus Brian. W title gets his revenge. I love it. Fans slowly behind Brian. Here we go. We can finally see it. And brilliant by the Miz there. Clever. Clever. So keys to victory, Dan. What does Brian have to do if he wants to beat the Miz? Um, not get pulled into the Miz's mind games, you know. Not get drawn into his cowardness. Just go straight after the Miz, you know. Play it into his corner a bit, you know. Play the Miz at his own game and just bide your time. Take the correct moments and, you know, just capitalise on it. I would say exactly the same for the Miz with Daniel Bryan, you know. And, you know... The Miz might not like Daniel Bryan, but he's got to admit that he's looked at him and he's improved himself, his hatred with Bryan, to show that he actually can wrestle. I think the disrespect that Bryan showed on Talking Smack was pivotal in the Miz's career because not only did he, the Miz realise then people like him wasn't, you know, wasn't respected by people like Daniel Bryan, he wanted to prove himself. And I think since that moment, where it be on the mic or in the ring, the Miz has been entertaining. You can't really say he hasn't. You know, he's backed it up with what we've seen of him, plus with his kind of, I don't want to say celebrity status, but, you know, the news and other stuff. You can put him forward to do a lot of stuff uh, in, in the media as well. I think Miz is very important in that way, but I would love to see another run with Daniel Bryan as champion. I think both of these men could fight for the WWE title. This match could be for the WWE Championship, and I feel that you would it would be a fair match. You know, you would say, yeah, that's fair enough. And well, the Miz looking to do <laughs> Brian's running drop kicks in the corner. Hits one, but as soon as he gets that, Brian catches Miz by his throat and just starts wailing away at him, pushes him into the corner, kicks him in the chest, but the Miz fighting back out of it again. Well, Miz Got tried, a side headlock on Brian. Miz tried to slow start it, but Brian wants to build momentum quickly. He knows the fans are definitely behind him. I think the Miz does the drop kicks in the corner better than Daniel Bryan does. Oh, shut up, you fucking moron. As the Miz now... That's what you're talking. <laughs> that, that is what you're talking. The Miz, shoulder block, impressive power there by the awesome one. But leapfrog by Daniel Bryan and a beautiful kick to the chest. Now Bryan's got the head of the Miz. Oh, come on, ref, close fist, check it. Come on, Charles, you're meant to be in charge. <laughs> this is dirty boxing by Bryan. Oh, Ooh, my God. Running Bulldog as well, takes the Miz down, goes for a cover. Two. Oh, but the Miz managing to kick out. Ah. Uh-huh. Miz has got advantage in some ways on this. You know, Brian is still coming back from a long injury layoff. And, yeah, he's he's a great 
in ring technician. But you got to think about ring rust. Not been a lot. Miz is constantly working. Not had an injury in ten years. You know, you think about that. <laughs> ring rust. Daniel Bryan spent over an hour in the greatest Royal Rumble. His chest was absolutely fucking mullered and wanted more. There's no rust on Daniel Bryan whatsoever. Well, there is a little bit of pain on Daniel Bryan's face. The Miz delivering a knee. And I've slowed it down. He's going to try and out-wrestle Daniel Bryan. Miz wants to beat Bryan at his own game. And now he's got the legs. We're going to see the bow and arrow. Yes, Chance. One. Two. And the Miz there show out. It's perfect by the Miz. Hanging up Daniel Bryan. All sorts of trouble. You got me. This is good. Oh, Bryan no. Bryan managing to fight out. Oh, no. Oh, he's got the legs of the Miz. The Miz is trying to back away, but there's nowhere he can go. Bryan <laughs> kicking him. He's literally kicking his ass. Oh, the Miz now cool. Oh, come on, Brian. It's not fair. Now Daniel Bryan's going to show the Miz how it's done. He's going to give him a taste of his own medicine. Oh, no. Well, the Miz trying to fight it, but he can't. Oh, my God. And that is how you do that. Well, referee, Brian's shoulders are down right now. No, it's not. Now they are. Oh, my God. Miz's shoulders down there, but he gets out of it. The yes kick. Well, those kicks will take you apart as he backs Miz up the corner. And you got to look at Daniel Bryan's history at SummerSlam. Oh, oh no. The Miz depositing Bryan on the top rope. Crutching him there. Clever thinking by the Miz. Oh, my God. Turns Bryan inside out of a clothesline off the top rope. Well, I was just about to say, Daniel Bryan's history at SummerSlam five years ago defeating John Cena for the W title, even though your mate ruined it for him. Uh, we've seen other great moments, of course, the Miz at SummerSlam as well. What did he do? Beautiful clothesline, turning Brian inside out. I was just about to tell you if you didn't interrupt me. He's done a lot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, specifically. Oh, the Miz was... A Put p- your phone away. I'm not, I've not got my phone. <laughs> the Miz was a part of... Uh, um, Team WWE against Team Nexus in the fight. But The Miz wanted to wait until the last minute to do it. It was in 2010. No, 20, it's 2010. And The Miz wanted to wait until last minute. John Cena didn't like that. So he chose Daniel Bryan, hand-picked Daniel Bryan to be on the team over The Miz. And then The Miz got involved, took out Daniel Bryan, you know. And, and that's, like say, how all this truly got started. And look at Brian now, caught in a cravat by Miz. Miz with the knees. This is a vicious side to the Miz that maybe people didn't think he had. And even the way he's got the submission in, he's wearing Brian out. The Miz has defended Intercontinental titles at SummerSlams before, even though he's got the title not on the line here. I'll stop now as the Miz is. Daniel Bryan's won the WWE Championship at SummerSlam before, even though the WWE Championship's not on the line. You're such a dick sometimes, <laughs> you know that. Most <laughs> of the time. <laughs> Don't be so facetious. Don't be so pretentious. And a chop by Brian getting out of it with a kick, but the Miz now. Back breaker, net breaker combo goes to the cover, but Brian kicks out. Oh. Uh. Don't be so ambidextrous. And I feel the Miz is on top of this match right now. He, he rode the storm of Brian in the early going, now in control. 
And the Miz now knocking, mocking Brian a little bit. It's going to hit him with the right hand. Ref, there's closed fist going on here. Disqualify the Miz. Look, it's all fair in love and war. Brian wanted the war. He's getting one. Beautiful strikes by the Miz. Well, I think they're just psyching up Daniel Bryan. Well, this is a problem after a while. It's going to annoy Brian. <laughs> The Miz not known for his striking ability. Should take him out whilst it's top. You can't accuse the Miz, really, of not getting the job done in the ring. He does concentrate on him as he's working now on Daniel Bryan. Well, in a fist fight, he's winning. And now he mocks the crowd off to put the beating on Daniel. And now Bryan fighting out the corner. Bryan flipping over the Miz as he comes in. Bang! Runs through the running clothesline. Oh, Bryan, psych yourself up, son. Well, the Miz just catching his breath at the moment. He's yeah, catching the Irish... a few right hands from Brian as well. Well, yeah, the Irish trip was worse, but he'll, he'll be fine. He knows where he is in the ring. And Brian now has got a look in his eye when he starts psyching himself up. But the Miz emulating so many of Daniel Bryan's moves, does he uh, have him scouted? Well, not that drop kick. Maybe the next one. Nope, not that one either. Right, okay, let's see. Third time. Well, he doesn't know where he is. Maybe the kicks. He can block the kicks. Didn't block that one. Not that one. He's blocking it with his chest. And look how red the Miz's chest is. Breaking Miz up on that top turnbuckle. Oh, a Corona. Beautiful. Oh, but the Miz managing to kick out. Oh. The Miz's chest. You talk about Daniel Bryan's chest. The Miz's chest is beetroot red now. After the punishment he's taken. It's nothing compared to Brian's. Well, Brian looks kind of... Actually, oh, the greatest <laughs> Royal Rumble I was referring to. No, I'm saying to, as in, yeah. like, condition-wise, between the two right now. You can see where he's caught him on the arm a bit there as well. And Brian, Irish ripping Miz, but Miz responds with a kick. Here he comes. Oh, oh but Brian sends the Miz to the outside. Oh. Bit of air go. No, running feet first. And Brian has taken out the Miz. Brian to the top now. Bang. Oh! Clotheslines the Miz down. And he's got that demonic look in his face, punching the Miz's head in. And Brian now going to capitalise. Oh, and Miz crutches Brian on top. His nuts have taken a pounding. Well, the Miz knows what to scout well. Balls. <laughs> exactly. Taking a page out of Nakamura's book. Bree will not be happy about that. And now the Miz going to go suplexing Brian. Ah, Brian catches him, crutches the Miz this time. Uh-oh. And now the Miz in a tree of woe. Woe is Brian. Woe is Miz. Well, he's not been able to protect himself with these kicks so far. Ooh. Oh, my God. Brian again. Bang. Baseball slide to the head of the Miz. He's helping him up. Now uh, the Miz will be fine. Brian now's got Miz up. Oh my god, he's got him high. But no, he's not. Oh! No, he, he folds him up like an accordion. I just see Miz's lip quiver there on impact. The commentators say belly to belly off the top rope. No, it's belly to back, my love. And this might be it if Brian can get into the cover. Hooks well, a leg. Two. Oh! oh. Well, Miz managing to kick out. Ah. Well, we see a slow motion replay. It looked like Miz was thrown out of a moving auto vehicle. 
Brian's in prime position. Uh, Miz is in prime position for the it kicks. Well, isn't his chest red enough? Clearly not. <laughs> is. Kick after kick, and the Miz get mocked by Brian using the kicks on him. You know the Miz come up with the Miz kicks, don't you? Yeah, and he's taken them really well as well. Well, he dodges that one. There we go. DDT. One, two, three. Yeah, the Miz has won here at SummerSlam. And why why the bell not ring for? Because he only got a two count. Two. No, he didn't. Brilliant by the Miz. Look how quick he is. Charles Robinson is refereeing this match. Does Charles Robinson ever make a mistake? No, he fucking doesn't. The Miz was quick as a flash on that one there. Couldn't get the job done. And now the Miz... We're going to see the patented Miz kicks. Yes, kicks. The it kicks. The shit kicks. And again by the Miz. I think they're just pissing off Daniel Bryan now. Oh, my God. Caving his chest in. Here comes the Miz. Oh, no. Oh, no. Bryan's blocking the kicks with his chest. They're having no effect on Daniel Bryan. He's hulking up, warrioring up. Oh, sugar. Miz goes for another kick, gets caught. Cool. Oh, shit. Brian just slaps away out of Miz's face. Uh, I was grabbing his leg. Leg whip. Oh, no. Pow! Kicks Miz's head off. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Well, yes. Yes. Brian looks really, really good in this one. And here he comes down to finish it. Uh, here we go. Brian's going to put the exclamation point on it. Oh, no. The Miz catches him. Figure four, leg lock. No, Brian looking for the yes lock. Oh, no. Miz does block it, though. Slingshot move doesn't work in real life. There's Brian head first into the turnbuckle. Skull crushing finale. One, two. Oh, but Brian managing to kick out. Uh huh. Well, Maurice cannot believe it, and neither can I. The Miz gave his best shot of putting Brian away, and Brian gets his shoulder up at two. Two. Come on, Maurice, do something. Don't forget, Brie Bella's backstage. Yeah, Brie Bella is here. She ain't afraid to use a baby as a weapon. <laughs> and the Miz, look at the state of his chest. Look at the state of his face. Oh, red marks all up it. Looking at the crowd, he's already hit Brian with his best shot. Marie should have stuck with Ted DiBiase Jr. <laughs> well, Miz, now going for the yes chance. And he's going to maybe look to put away Brian with the knee. Pow! Oh. Gets caught with a kick to the head instead. Miz is out. One, two. two. Oh. And Miz managing to lift the shoulder at two. Two. Somehow he's in there after what seemingly was a knockout kick. And Brian maybe saying to himself, Miz wasn't this tough eight years ago. Trying to get on the apron, but that is not a great predicament to be in. Punches to the midsection, followed by a shoulder. Oh, and he's going to look to suplex Brian on the outside. Uh, Brian's fighting it, though. Both men in a precarious position. This is not good. Brian on the apron as well. He responds with yet more kicks. Oh, here we go. Another kick. Oh, oh but Brian kicking the ring post. And Brian now in trouble. Miz going to go for the figure four. 
and the leg might be hurt, but I can't see Brian here tapping out. I'm sorry, but however bad it may be, Brian's going to fight this, surely. Don't call me Shirley, but you're trying to use some reverse psychology on it. Yeah, hopefully, so then he taps out. Pass out, Brian! Squeeze it, miss! Bring him into a figure 16. <laughs> Shove a hand in there as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Stop Brian, it. turn it over. Reverse the pressure. Uh, look at the Miz. Happy what he's done. Uh, but Brian stopping it and he's exposing the knee. Uh, the old punch to the face. <laughs> old punch a Brian now breaking the submission the old-fashioned way. Uh, can he finally turn it? Turn it, reverse the pressure. He... Yes. Oh. oh, the pressure now on the Miz, and he might tap out from this. Miz won't tap out. The Miz won't tap out. Oh, I know that you're becoming a fan of the Miz. I like that. But he is seriously struggling here. Come on, Miz. Oh, my God. Just getting to the rope. Well, you got to wonder how injured the leg is of Daniel Bryan. And how much he's been taken out of the Miz. Miz staggers to his feet, delivers the right hand to Brian. Brian's up to his feet as well, though. Both men looking a bit punch drunk. Both <laughs> men spent in this match so far. Well, yay, nay. And Brian's coming out on top. Miz skull crushing finale. No. Brian two. rolls him oh. up. Only getting a two count. Two. For skull crushing finale again. Brian looking for his attempt. Oh. <laughs> Brian kicks him in the back. Rolling up the Miz. Shoulder up. It's his mission. And now he's got the arm and working the elbows. Oh, my God. Well, these are illegal in UFC, but they're allowed here, the 12 to 6 elbows. And Miz is getting the crap kicked out of him. Yes, Lock, by Daniel Bryan. Yes. 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 Miz's got nowhere to go. Come on, Miz. Fight it. Tap. Fight it, Miz. Tap. Tap. Oh. Tap. Come on, Miz. Rolling backwards, Daniel. Miz is biting him. And the Miz. Punching him in the back of the head. <laughs> oh, punch to the back of the head. Rabbit punches. Rolling backwards, Brian. He's not tapping. He's reaching for the rope. Yeah. Oh. Well, last cast by the Miz there. Well, it's all the hype, hasn't it? I think that's, oh, what's, no. that's what's good about it. The Miz rolled to the outside. Here, oh. co- here comes Daniel Bryan. Oh, Brian now. Oh, Pow. my God. Running knee. Oh, no. Right in front of Maurice and that baby Pam. Oh, no. Maurice checking on Miz. Oh, no. Brian drop kicking Miz. Go on, Maurice. Say something to him. Oh, phew. They got out of there. Oh, just like that. <sighs> Throws Miz in, but the Miz got oh. in his hand. He's got some brass knucks. Here comes Brian. Oh, well, drop kick, Miz on the barricade. Here comes Brian again. Oh! Ref. Nuts to the head, gives him back to Maurice. Come on, Miz. Goes for the cover. One, two, three. Miz wins. Yeah! I can't get a blade. I can fight for pain. <laughs> what a match that was, <laughs> i got to say. Uh, the Miz wins. Uh, Dan, what do you think of the match? It was a good match until the end. 
I can see why you like them, Miz, because you're a pair of annoying cunts, isn't you? <laughs> yeah. What a great match between the two. The power of the punch, the Miz. And I wondered what was going on then. It was a Reese passing the nuts to Daniel Bryan. He gets the victory. Uh, fair play. No, seriously, what do you think of the match, though? I thought it was a bloody good match. You know, the ending, it has left it open for another match between these guys, and uh, I'm sure there is going to be another one. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, let's hope this is the beginning of the feud. Brian can sign his contract, get revenge over the Miz, but I can't believe the Miz actually won. Prediction-wise, it goes four points all as we head into our last couple of matches, but I think it's been great, SummerSlam, so far. Yeah, like we say, we're two and a bit hours in now, but still, uh, I think it's been good as the Miz celebrates. Come on, get out of there before like, a general manager can come down and change it. Quick, fuck off. Look how happy the Miz is. He says he's better than you. I told you he's better than you. The Miz gets out of him in a victory that he needed. So after a fucking five-minute promo about a match that's not even going to happen until October, uh, there we go, though. But you've got to sell tickets to the Australians. It will be live on the uh, WWE Network, of course, and we look forward to the Super Show Dome. SummerSlam's been a right so far. We are nine matches in. We've got four more left. I wonder what's next. Three more. Three more. Four more. US, women's, men's. And this. Yeah, Yeah, Baron Corbin's coming out now. So it is time. I mean, there's not been much... Well, I suppose we could talk about the promo to this match. Um, uh, We'll do predictions first, and I'll talk about the match. I've just got level four all. Dan, who have you gone for in this match? I have gone for... The second Irish person tonight, Finn Balor. Finn Balor. I, too, have gone Phineas Ballyrist. Yeah, I think he needs... This feud has been going on for too long now between the two. I don't think we, we want to see Corbin versus Balor again. A bit like it's caught up in feuds with people. You know, Bray Wyatt happened to him before. Where it just goes on for too, much, too long. If he's not going for the Intercontinental title... You know, you've got to make your mind up. Is he going for the Intercontinental title or is he going to go for the Universal title? You know, he's got to do one or the other. If it's not working on Raw, then surely... Don't call me Shirley. You have to go across to SmackDown where Balor can be a success, you know. But uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, after this, we've got three title matches. We've got the US title, is Jeff Hardy, the women's title match, and then, of course, the Universal title match. Which one will be the main event? We're running for the announced team... At the moment, come on, little bit of Balor, Corbin shouts. The lights have gone out. <gasps> Wait a minute. The lights have gone out. <laughs> Getting the music. <laughs> what does this mean, Dan? We're going to see the demon. Is a demon going to be unleashed at SummerSlam? Mark Tardis. Mark Tardis. <laughs> Mark. Mark, it's a demon, Mark. Well, we wanted the demon. We're going to get it. Yeah, we are. Oh, my God. Oh, my. The demon has arrived here in Brooklyn for SummerSlam. Well, if anybody gone Corbin predictions, <laughs> they'd be wrong because Battle's been beaten. The demon is undefeatable. My God, Dan, what do you think about the demon being here? Yeah, boy! I'm not too sure about him doing it in this kind of feud, though. Oh, no, no idea, but at least he's here. 
Well, the Demon King is here. And the Demon's here at SummerSlam looking down on Corbin. When was the last time the Demon was a part of SummerSlam, Dan? It was two years ago. And what happened? He won the Universal Championship. He did indeed. He's also appeared, the Demon has at Brooklyn, the first NXT Brooklyn, when he beat Kevin Owens for the NXT title. And what makes the Demon different to Finn Balor, Dan? It's his alter ego. It, uh, when he puts the war paint on, it, it brings out his artistic wrestling side. And look at Balor coming here, all painted. Well, the demon, the difference between demon and Balor is the demon's got no conscience. He doesn't care. He just seeks to destroy. It's backside coming out. And what a response for the demon here. And Corbin looks shocked. Well, Baron Corbin faced and lost to John Cena last year at SummerSlam. You go against the demon now. Corbin said, no, we didn't agree on it. The bell rings. <coughs> Bang, kicks him in the corner. Swing blade. Oh, my God. Eliminates Corbin from the Royal Rumble. Well, the smoke's not cleared yet. The dust hasn't settled. And yet, Balor flies over the top. Oh, sorry, the demon flies over the top and takes out Corbin. Throws him back in the ring. Corbin sliding out the other side, trying to get a breather. Well, this Constable Corbin catch is kind of killing him at the moment. Oh, my God. Swing blade on the outside. And here comes Balor again. Running dropkick sends Corbin into the barricade. And Balor, <clears throat> say that again, the demon throws in Corbin. Oh. Constable. Kick to the face and demon off the top. Oh, coup de grace to the back of but to be fair to the constable, he's backed up his corner. Uh-oh. He's back down to the mat now, though. In the drop zone for the coup de grace. Oh, and that's cool makeup. The tongue sticks out. Bang. Hits it. One, One two, two, three. Well, we said there might be a couple of quick matches and battle beating Corbin. I've got no problems with that. The entrance was longer. The makeup probably took four hours, four minutes. Dan, what do you think of the match? I thought it was brilliant. Yeah, um, yeah. There's not more I can say, really. You know, it was uh, brilliant performance from Balor. Came straight out of the blocks, took out Corbin. Quick, decisive victory. I don't even think Corbin got an offensive move in that whole match. No, I really don't think he did. And like I said, it was a brilliant match for what we wanted. It wasn't boring. Summer Sam has done everything right so far, and we've still got three total matches to go. But the demons arrived at Brooklyn. Can it mean that Finn Balor moves on to bigger and better things? We, we hope so here at the WNR Podcast. And, of course, Mark Tarlis will be happy that the Demon's back. Well, the two loudest, uh, I think, pops of the night has been the Demon coming out with Finn Balor and also with Becky Lynch's hill turn earlier on Charlotte. It's been good. And uh, what the fuck is that? It's a big dog. Oh, yeah, big dog. Woof, woof. What match is next, Dan? Uh, US title. Right, just like that, we move on to our next match, which is going to be the US title match, Jeff Hardy versus Shinsuke fucking Nakamura. Dan, what have you thought of the uh, build-up to Nakamura versus Jeff? Well, it's been centred around Jeff Hardy's bollocks. <laughs> after being beaten rather quickly, Shinsuke Nakamura after... Uh, 
after eating a low blow, Orton attacked, and he's kind of uh, made Jeff Hardy's uh, target in this feud, you know. So not only is uh, Hardy dealing with Nakamura, he's got Orton to look out for as well. Do you think we're going to see Randy Orton here tonight? Well, James, should we talk about predictions first? Oh, I want to see if you're going to... No, no. Should we talk about predictions first? All right, predictions and fucking hell. I've gone Nakamura. There you go. All right, I've gone for fucking Nakamura and in stars. What have I written, James? Hardy eats an RKO. Right, that's why I wanted to go into predictions first, all right? What, be- because Hardy is going to eat an RKO. So you think Orton's going to interfere? No, I said Hardy's going to eat an RKO. I didn't so say he's going to interfere. Nakamura's going to beat Hardy clean and then Orton's going to come out. Potentially. All right, potentially. So that's what Orton does. Usually he attacks from behind. That's what this Randy Orton does. I'll probably show up and just ruin a good title match for everybody. Uh, I'm looking forward to Nakamura versus Hardy. I'm a bit surprised it's not a triple threat match. But then again, all the trouble Randy Orton's been in recently, it's probably best not to. He might not even be here tonight. <laughs> you still confident about your cashing card? I don't know. Have I played it? If you use it or not. Have I played it? You haven't played it. I'm just saying. Exactly. Are, you, are you confident? Right yeah, it's all good, isn't it? So we've got the same here, so no difference. Hardy's a weird dude, isn't he, really? Brother Nero. Yeah, as uh, Jeff's there, we wait for Nakamura. It's like an Asian version of Alistair Black's theme, isn't it? <laughs> but doesn't gold look good around his waist out? They might have ruined his theme. They might have turned him heel. But at least he's at SummerSlam. He lost to Jinder Mahal last year for the W title. Can he do any better against Jeff Hardy tonight? Are you looking forward to a Nakamura versus Jeff Hardy match? I am looking forward to a Jeff Hardy versus Nakamura match. Yes, it should be very interesting. Both of these guys have got ample talent, and hopefully they get a chance to display it here tonight. But I've got to start feeling, I've got a feeling the Hardy boys, maybe Jeff and, well, Jeff and Matt, a bit like, uh, they break it down a little piece by piece. Can Jeff still bring it in a match against Nakamura? They have been about for a very, very long time. They're, you know, they're a couple of the longest serving guys on the roster now. What is it? 20 years? Yeah, well, they, 20 years. They went away for a while, didn't they? So, yeah. <laughs> But still, you know, they've they've been there or thereabouts for a very long time. <laughs> so we, we might not have the same Jeff Hardy as we have seen before. We know he's carrying niggling injuries. Nakamura's got over the dog bite he sustained. Uh, I'm looking forward to it if Jeff can perform to what he used to. I don't think we should, you know, expect all the sickening bumps anymore. But I think he's a good wrestler overall, so it's a good matchup between the two. I, again, I just worry about your mate Randy Orton coming in the ruin what should be a good United States title match. Surprise, has got so high up on the billing. Hey, we've just had a great match. Uh, we've just had you know, Miz and Brian. The Demons returned. And now we've got Hardy versus fucking Nakamura with two title matches left. Raw rules the uh, SummerSlam pay-per-view. <laughs> Here we go. So keys to victory. As the crowd hums along to Nakamura's theme. Dan, what does Nakamura have to do if he wants to beat Jeff Hardy? Uh, he just has to bring out the King of Strong Style. You know, take his sneaky shots that he's uh, used on AJ Styles as well as Jeff Hardy as well. He knows what it takes to beat Jeff. You know, he's, he's a very intelligent wrestler. No, he is. I give you credit. Nakamura uh, is. And also he can play mind games, which I think suits him better as a heel getting under wrestler's skins. And yeah, he uses the ball shots, but he doesn't need to do that as he mocks Jeff there. Call him another type. 
And now Jeff being mocked by Nakamura. Come on! <laughs> Nakamura calling Jeff out with Jeff running in to a knee. Headlock takedown with Jeff ducking Nakamura's offense so far. And now Nakamura getting mocked by Jeff Hardy. And he doesn't <laughs> like it when the f- shoe is on the other foot. <laughs> well, Jeff's telling Nakamura, come on. And Nakamura runs into a knee. And he's saying mind games from Nakamura, but mind games from Jeff Hardy as well. Well, it's good to see Jeff back, of course, the SummerSlam. Back in, 20, to, back in 2009, faced CM Punk for the World Heavyweight title on the losing end of that. Now the match, and of course, go back to SummerSlam 2000 with the TLC matches. Just been there and done that. Oh, went for maybe the jawbreaker, call it a knee. And I love the way Nakamura can strike. He's the best striker, I feel, in WWE. And he goes to mission, just takes Jeff down. Oh, Ooh, hits a stunner on Nakamura. Gets a break there. Well, that stuns Nakamura. Now Jeff can club the eye. Club, couple of fucked it then. Then clubbed the back of Nakamura. Irish whip. Nakamura slides out of the ring, trying to take a breather. Jeff follows him. Nakamura fo- climbs oh. up on the apron and delivers a spinning kick to the head of Hardy. Well, I tell you what. Sometimes when people come up from NXT and lose a small looks as quick and deadly as ever, doesn't he? As he puts Jeff on the apron, hits him with a knee. It's nice to see this Nakamura, actually. <laughs> oh. Dang, and then drops a knee to the back of Hardy's head. The WWE couldn't get it right for once, could they? Couldn't give us a paper that's actually quite enjoyable for all the wrestlers used correctly, can they? I mean... Hang on a minute. We've got Roman Reigns versus Brock <laughs> Lesnar coming up. <laughs> Don't hold your hopes too high. Oh, that'll be over in seconds. It'll be fine. And Nakamura now rolls Jeff back in, goes for the cover. Jeff manages to kick out. Uh-huh. And I would say each match has had a fair a lot of times for it as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, And yeah, we've had a few adverts. But it's but then, like, you know, we've had the Baron Corbin match, which was yeah. over in seconds. We've had the uh, Strowman match, which was over in seconds. We had a few adverts, but not the kind of WrestleMania level type adverts of kind of like five, ten minutes of breaking. Apart that, from the Triple H Undertaker one that's not until next month. Yeah, that was kind of uh, pointless. And we said another one for TV show. But again, it was over and done with. Uh, we got for Quick Smoke or whatever that was. We're back to this match and Nakamura's got Jeff Hardy down. Still working on that submission. But Jeff Fire's got his eyes open. Oh, no, it's makeup. Maybe he means with a makeup that he's truly blind when his eyes are open. Wow, yeah. Or maybe it's just makeup and contact lenses. Maybe, maybe so, Dan. Maybe so. But a demon is more than makeup and contact <laughs> lenses. Well, Jeff Hardy hides behind his makeup because my mate Randy Orton said so. <laughs> that's the well, line. There we go. Look at Nakamura and knees. Jeff gets out of the submission. But it's still downed. Drives there from Nakamura. Hardy catches himself on the ropes. Nakamura runs in, hits, gets hit by a big elbow. Hardy again with another strike, rocking Nakamura back. And now Nakamura in serious trouble. And oh my God, Jeff Harley. A swing blade there, or his variation of a swing blade anyway. Looks like he's whipping at the neck of Nakamura. And Jeff's trying to get the crowd behind him. They act as such a great tag team partner for him. Not as good as Matt. No, I think Matt is a better tag team partner. can't deliver a whisper in the wind. No. But he can deliver help when your back's against the wall as he fights off Nakamura. Irish whip reversed. Hardy comes flying towards Nakamura, though, with the elbow. 
Inverted atomic drop. Hardy drop. Vintage Jeff. Well, goes for the cover, but Nakamura showed off at two. Two. And Jeff's building momentum here. Jeff Harley's got Nakamura. Tried Irish whip. Nakamura stopped it. Elbow to the sh- midsection. And now a scissor kick. Right in the face of Jeff Harley. And Harley's head's on that bottom rope. Nakamura just strumming along it. Nakamura just so vicious. We should say... Uh, before the match took place, we were backstage and Brian was uh, talking to Bree. And he was complaining about losing 30 taxes. But she was able to calm him down and tell him to go enjoy the show. So uh, Bree got Brian to calm down a little bit. But he'll be looking for retribution come SmackDown. Back to this and the US title. Obviously part of SmackDown, Jeff avoids Nakamura. Well, Jeff was looking for a twist of fate. But Nakamura ducks it, sends him into the corner. Loads him up on the top turnbuckle. Running neighbour Jeff Hardy slides out of the way. Nakamura hits nothing but turnbuckle. Comes charging towards Jeff who hits him with a back elbow. Whisper in the wind. Takes out Nakamura. Two. Oh, only gets a two count though. Two. Well, Jeff in serious trouble. My name's Jeff. My name is Jeff. Oh my God, Jeff's going up top. Nakamura cut him off and set him there in a position Nakamura loves. Knees to the gut. Well, this time he was successful. Lovely sliding knee there goes for the cover. Nakamura kicks out. Jeff Hardy kicks out. Jeff Hardy kicks out. Oh. Nakamura's getting warmed up now. What's he going to hit? King Shasha. Oh no, Jeff blocks with a kick to the midsection. Looking for twist of fate. Oh. Oh, Nakamura going for the low blow, but Jeff Hardy had it scouted, moves out the way. Well, that was, that's what cost him last time out. And now Jeff has got Nakamura, twist of fate time. There's a twist of stunner fate. <laughs> well, variation of it. Nakamura's in position, Jeff's going up for the swanton. Oh, hits it, but can't capitalise. Well, if Jeff can get over, this will be it. One, One two... two. Nakamura just getting to the bottom rope in time. Well, it's all about a fingertip away. And now Nakamura's struggling. Jeff's pulling. Somehow Nakamura survived Twist of Fate. Oh, he didn't survive. <laughs> I don't know if he'll survive another one. Jeff's taking his teeth off. He means business. I think we've got a new United States champion. Well, Nakamura's recovering. Slides under the bottom rope. And what the hell's Nakamura? What the hell's Jeff Hardy's doing? He's on the ring post. Here we come, Swanton. Oh! Fuck. All right. What I said about him taking crazy bumps, he shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> ring post, swanton, onto the apron, the hardest bit of the ring. I mean, Jeff is lifeless. That fucking ring apron has taken a lot of punishment, in it, this like, past two nights? It really has. It must be saying, use the apron more. You know, it's vicious stuff. Nakamura throws Jeff in. It's in a like, velveteen dream... Driver, dream driver. Oh my god, and then kick to the back of the head and Nakamura's looking for it. If Jeff can get up, it's time for the Kinshasa. Boom! Pow, Pow right in the kiss and Nakamura goes for the cover. Two, three. three. Nakamura retains the US title here. Dan, what do you think of the match? I thought it was a good match. I don't know why, but it wasn't quite what I was expecting. It seemed like it was 
a bit rushed. Well, they didn't have as much time as the other matches had. I think they could have told a better story. I know they did tell a story, you know, Jeff dodging out the way of the uh, low blow attempt, hitting a senton bomb, you know, knack- on the edge of the apron as well. Oh, Fucking no. hell. That's sickening. But, it, you know, it wasn't a terrible match. I think, you know, it was it was just a bit quicker than I'd have liked. Yeah, maybe I think just due to, you know, the other matches and what we got coming up, maybe they had to go a little bit quicker. Felt more like a SmackDown match, didn't it, than a yeah. pay-per-view match. Uh, but Nakamura winning clean was a nice surprise, though, uh, as opposed to outside interference or anything like that. Oh, no. And Randy Orton coming out here now, spoiling it for Nakamura. Your religion. So, Danny, you happy Randy Orton's here? Of course I am. And he's coming down zero on Jeff Hardy. No, he's he's not going to do it. No, Orton's saying Jeff Hardy's not worth it. Oh, that was well worth it there for Randy Orton coming out, wasn't it? Oh, Jeff Hardy's not a hero no more. He's been beaten too many times. Sprint down to the ring, deliver an RKO. So that is it. Um, or not getting involved. What are your thoughts on it being Orton's number one fan? Oh, it wasn't quite what I was expecting, but you know, seeing Orton tonight, I think it's definitely wait, worth staying up three half three in the morning, three nearly four o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock, four o'clock. It doesn't matter. It's all fun, isn't it? Yeah, Nakamura wins that. We've only two matches left. What will main event SummerSlam here tonight? What have we got left? We've got the Women's Championship. Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss and Lesnar versus Reigns. It's been quite a great night for me. I've seen Dean Ambrose, I've seen Alexa Bliss, I've seen Randy Orton. Well, up next, it is the Raw Women's Championship match. It is the challenger, Ronda Rousey, the most, the baddest woman on the planet, going against the women's champion, Dan's favourite, Alexa Bliss. And let's have a look at the promo. We are going to find out how ready Ronda Rousey is tonight. One of the world's greatest athletes. She's an Olympian. UFC Hall of Fame. And movie star. A woman who changed the entire sports industry. One of the biggest stars in the world. One of the baddest women on the planet Earth. It's Ronda Rousey's first singles match in WWE, and it is her first championship opportunity in the company. Here's Paul, I can assure you. Ronda Rousey's never experienced before. Oh my God! Ronda may have her opening. And a big knee caught her. The champ's stunned. I'm in disbelief right now. Going for the arm bar. Ronda is crying in the champion's arm. We are a fingertip away. Alexa Bliss, Miss Money in the Bank. She's cashing in! She's cashing in! Alexa Bliss is champion! From this moment on, there's going to be no more talk of the maddest woman on the planet. It's just about me. I don't like the looks of this. Really, Rhonda? If you ever won a championship opportunity, you better get in the back of the line, you overhyped rookie. <laughs> oh, Rousey takes down Bliss. Her get her under 
control. And Rousey took out the general manager. Rousey assaulting the officials. Rousey's lost it. I'm sorry. You're going to be suspended for 30 days. She has gone berserk. He can suspend me for 30 days. No, no, no. Because after these 30 days, let's do a table. I'm going to be back here kicking her pink haired ass. at SummerSlam. I am sick and tired of hearing about Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. I am sick and tired of seeing that dog look on your face week after week after week. And I'm also sick and tired of Kurt Angle coming out here protecting every single person except his women's champion. Boys. SummerSlam is not going to be your crowning achievement, Ronda. SummerSlam is going to be your utter humiliation. Bliss from behind. Alexa Bliss with a cheap shot. Oh, and a judo throw from Rousey. Oh, my gosh. That look in Ronda's eyes is never good. Look out, Foxy. Ronda Rousey with an emphatic statement tonight. Alexa, it does not matter how tight you hold on to that title. Because at SummerSlam, it's mine. So I'm in the promo for this. Alexa Bliss and Ronda Rousey. I mean, Alexa Bliss, of course. Well, it started at Money in the Bank. Oh, I'll let you take this one. Well, it was Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey for the women's title. Alexa Bliss had won the Money in the Bank briefcase earlier on in the night. She cashed it in after swelting Ronda Rousey and Nia Jax, both with the briefcase, taking them both out of the equation, got the uh, twisted Bliss, Nia Jax with it, and uh, claimed the title back for herself. Well deserved. Um, And then... You know, Alexa Bliss came out, brilliant promo. She's absolutely great on the mic, saying about how, you know, Ronda Rousey is just an overhyped rookie. She's uh, pitted um, Alicia Fox against Ronda Rousey, who who lost to the armbar. So Ronda Rousey was like, right, fine, well, fight my friend then, and that's um, Ember Moon. Ember Moon unfortunately beat uh, Alexa Bliss on Raw. And, uh, yeah, you know, it's kind of set up this match between the two of them at SummerSlam. Well, I think a lot of questions are asked of uh, Ronda Rousey in this one. You know, we know how good is she? She got a 30-day suspension. You didn't mention that. She destroyed Alexa Bliss and put her through the table, took out Kurt Angle. Since then, when we returned, she took out a whole security team as well, along with Alicia Fox. So, Ronda Rousey looks impressive, but only been in a tag team match, only fighting Nia Jax at Man in the Bank and Alicia Fox on Raw. It's going to be difficult for her. Bliss, by hook or crook, lost everything in a women's title and managed to grab it all back with the Man in the Bank victory and, of course, winning the women's title, interfering in Jax versus Bliss. Uh, Jax versus Rousey. And here comes Natalia. And of course, Natalia coming out of Rousey's friend. Lost her dad. And I think that jacket looks familiar. 
I think it's to the middle. I think jacket. Dan, do you got any ideas? I, I think it is the jacket that her dad wore at SummerSlam 1990. Well, that's a good guess. Uh, I mentioned Jax versus Rousey at Money in the Bank because Rousey did struggle against Jax. You should say at WrestleMania, Alexa Bliss beat, uh, lost to Jax but had more offense than Ronda Rousey did. So it's going to be an interesting matchup. People write off Alexa Bliss. I'm not one of those. But as they come out, it is time for predictions. Dan, who have you gone for in the women's title match? Well, James, you know how much I love Alexa Bliss. You know how much I adore her, how much I admire her, how she is the greatest thing ever (laughs) to grace the WWE. Yes. I've gone for Ronda Rousey. Yeah, Ronda Rousey. I've gone Ronda Rousey as well. So there we go. We've both got the same. There's only one match left to uh, change the predictions there. Why have you picked Rousey over Bliss in this one? I don't know. I've, I've got a feeling that Bliss is going to get herself disqualified, keeping the title. Ah, that's your, so you don't think Rousey's going to outright win the Women's Championship then? I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. I, don't, I, don't, I think it's uh, still a bit too soon for it. You know, I may be wrong. I have been wrong before, only once. <laughs> it was a Wednesday. It was a Wednesday, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right about that. Bliss has a way of retaining the title. But here comes Valdi. Let's see the reception she gets. And it is positive. Oh, and she's wearing another dead man's jacket. Well, she's celebrating Rowdy Roddy, Roddy, Roddy Piper. She comes out here with a basic face paint on. Is she the black swan of the WWE? She looks ready and Bliss looks worried. you got Fonda Rousey. He's fired up for this one. I don't know how long this match will go. And Alexa Bliss, but you've got to admire Alexa Bliss's toughness. Freeman getting in the ring with Ronda Rousey with the destruction that Rousey's caused. And Alexa Bliss. <laughs> this is like a UFC fight. It's a co-main event. Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. Oh, Rousey getting a huge response. She is ready. And Alexa Bliss, here. and you've got to be impressed with Alexa Bliss, haven't you, Dan? Oh, oh yes. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. I'm always <laughs> impressed by Alexa Bliss. Here we go. Raw Women's Title on the line. It's Bliss uh, Rousey, and it's the co-main event of SummerSlam. And Bliss looks happy as we start. Bell rings. Rousey goes in quickly. Very intelligent. It's getting in the head of Ronda Rousey. And when you're pissed off, you make mistakes. Well, that is true. Frustration. <coughs> Rousey has to beat Bliss. Bliss does not have to beat Rousey. Another thing, in the octagon, there's nowhere to hide where Bliss can get into the ropes. She knows she's got the count. She can go outside. She's not doing anything wrong. And Rousey backing up the referee. And Bliss trying to cheap shot. Rousey blocks it, punches her to the throat. And Rousey's saying, you like that, bitch, huh? Referee can't live on to the side and wait till you come back in. I really don't like Rousey's f- f- makeup, though. No, that's not a good choice, is it, really? It is absolutely god-awful. Yeah. And I don't know if the teller joined the broadcast team or was just standing somewhere. We know the Bellas are at ringside. I know. R- Rousey's, look, like I say, she needs a few tweaks, but... And Rousey, Rousey's saying... Yeah. Look, I'll give you the ring. Come back in. Look, I'll turn my back to you. Don't you, Alistair Blackett. Well, this, this literally is one of the oldest tricks in the book. Can Bliss take down Rousey? And why is the ref not still counting? Maybe shocked. Well, Bliss ain't going to take a chance from Rousey. <laughs> she's fading. She's fading. No, she's, she's not. 
getting up. There's a growl on Rousey's face. Bliss says, no, give up. Uh Uh-oh, Rousey's got the arm. And now Rousey's going to send Bliss for a ride. Oh! There ain't long left in this one. Bliss to the outside. I think this plays kind of into Rousey's abilities as well. Yeah, I I think you're right there. I think the story told is... um, it's helping Rousey out. She, you know, whatever Bliss says, she is still a rookie and needs to be led in matches as well. Uh, and I think all the uh, shortcuts that she's getting given, like even this now, coming back in the ring, getting caught with a shot by Bliss, Rousey non-selling it. Oh, Bliss getting flipped backwards. <laughs> oh my God. Unleashing the rights and lefts to Bliss in the corner. Throwing her down by her arm. And this is uncomfortable viewing at the moment. Alexa Bliss just a rag doll. And again, put up on the shoulders. Not another one. And I think Rousey could go for the pin now, but she actually just wants to hurt. Alexa Bliss. Uh-oh, Rousey now got the arm. Alexa Bliss. I thought Alexa Bliss would have some offense. She has. She's kicked her in the shoulder. She's got a sleeper in. It's probably one of the most deadliest sleepers going in the business. Well, Rousey's got the arm. She's going to break the hand. Oh, my God. Look at the twist on that. This is double-jointed, isn't she, luckily enough? Oh, my God. All the way. But she's not tapping out. She's not giving in. Oh, that's she's awful. A fighter. The arm shouldn't twist that way. And now she's getting the arm bar in. Oh! <laughs> And Alexa Bliss tapping. The pain was just too much for her. And we have a new Raw Women's Champion in Ronda Rousey. And record quick time, I don't even know how long that was. Wins. I mean, it wasn't really a match. It was a kind of destruction of Alexa Bliss. And I know Bliss has got a match with Trish Jacks coming up. But she needs a bit of rebuilding. Rousey looking strong. Dan, what are your thoughts on Little Miss Bliss? Um, well, you know, it was. I think it was a showcase. This paid perfectly to Rousey's talent. Or, you know, I'm, I'm not saying she's a terrible wrestler, but I'm saying she, you know, she's not quite up there in the matches. You know, having a having a good catch can style wrestling match, and I think this paid perfectly into her ballpark. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Uh, I'm a little bit shocked how quick it was, but I quite like it in a way because if you've got the kind of UFC feel with the fighters. Then it feels a bit like that. I've watched UFC papers for the co-main event, you know, this women's match over and done with. And now we've got the real heavyweight contest coming up next with Lesnar and Reigns. And I don't care what anybody says. I'm still going to be hyped for this fourth match. It's a damn last match we're going to have in a very long weekend. It's nearly four o'clock in the morning. I'm losing my voice. But God damn it, the Universal title's on the line. Rousey celebrating with Natalia. That's a nice moment though, isn't it? That is a lovely moment, yeah. Natalia celebrating both, like you said, both women celebrating former superstars. Saying that she's proud of Natalia. Bella's drop her. Oh, my God. The Bellas are in. And, of course, Nikki's got a match with Rousey at uh, uh, Evolution. But it's a big moment. Ronda Rousey, the women's champion from UFC to WWE. And she's, she's on top of the Raw Mountain. Oh, my God. Travis Brown, she celebrates. She is, of course... She does say Brock Lesnar's done, actually, and that is win a WWE title and a UFC champion for Bantamweight champion. Celebrate with her husband, Rousey, uh, with Natalia, the Bellas. 
it's a nice moment. And I tell you what, even though the main event might be absolute trash, Dan, I'm going to say it now. I've enjoyed SummerSlam tonight. It has been the best WWE pay-per-view I've seen in probably a couple of years, I'd say. I, I got a groove you there. I don't think nothing's let me down. I've not been bored or anything. The matches I was not looking forward to, um, they were done like that. And the kickoff matches even, because uh, sometimes we get bogged down by them. Of course, we're bringing the Cruiserweight one in the WWE Network of you. But the the other ones were over really before B-team. too much harm was done, was they? BT and that. That was over. So I think it's all good. So there's only one thing left to say. And that is up next. It is a W Universal title on the line. It is Roman Reigns versus the champion Brock Lesnar for the fourth and final time. Let's have a look at the promo. Leave this place better than I found it. I'm never going to be able to accomplish that goal with Brock Lesnar here. I'm sick of hearing about him. I'm sick of talking about him. I'm sick of looking at him. So it ends at SummerSlam. Roman, 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 Roman. When will you ever learn? History is written by the victors. And you never defeated the beast at Wrestlemania you failed Lesnar will stop at nothing to vanquish Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar is still Universal Champion and one month later in the kingdom of Saudi Arabia you failed again Roman locked and loaded and ready to strike. Oh my god! Oh my god! Strange has speared Lester through the cage and we gotta wait for the official's decision here. You can talk all you want. I walked out of that desert as the true universal champion. Roman Reigns feet clearly touching the floor before Lesnar's. The plain and simple fact is the beast was once again declared victorious. And to the victor goes the spoils. There's no leader when you have a champion like Brock Lesnar. I don't give a crap about the WWE Universe. I'd much rather be at home on my couch in my house. Brock Lesnar is an entitled piece of crap who hides behind his contract. So if Brock Lesnar wants to become a two-sport champion, he will. And Brock just shows up whenever he wants to when the money's right or the city's right. If Brock Lesnar doesn't feel like appearing on Raw, he won't. Brock Lesnar has to be the worst universal champion of all time. Do you got a problem with me? It has to end. Brock Lesnar only cares about Brock Lesnar. What are you doing? What are you doing? No! You're hurting me! 
physically assaulting his own advocate. It seemed to be a falling out. With Paul Heyman in your corner, you, sir, will beat Brock Lesnar and become the universal champion. My father taught me a lot of stuff. He taught me how to swim with sharks in this business. And you're just not worth saving. You know what your father taught me? Falafi tu. Manu. Malo. What the hell is Heyman doing? He's blinded rates. I guess I'm gonna have to say this one more time just to get it through that thick skull of yours. When will you learn? It was all a ruse from Paul Heyman in conjunction with Brock Lesnar. So please save your speeches, Roman. Buck can knock me down repeatedly, but I'll keep getting up because I have to win. You won't win. You can't win. They cowardly attack. That SummerSlam, Barack Lesnar will brutalize you. Demise. Yet again, big dog. <laughs> I'm not going to argue. They're cashing with you. I'm just saying, we had the rules last time out. For the May Young Classic and other tournaments, is how point for how far you go in a tournament, two points for the win, and a point for knocking each other out. That's what it's always been, and we just found out in May Young Classic that we will face each other off in the qualifying round. So when that starts out, it'll be exciting. We'll see how our other picks go. But we're talking about the main event now, and that's Reigns versus Lesson. I mean, the story for this goes back, you would say, back to 2015, where Brock Lesnar was WWE champion and he reigns at WrestleMania 31. That was all spoiled by Seth Rollins' cash-in and becoming WWE champion then. Was it a successful cash-in or was it just a cash-in? It was a successful cash-in, Dan. I'm not going to argue with you about semantics. If I, if if you had a cash-in card and, and you went the cash-in and he did cash-in, I'd give you a bonus point for that. Then there right. we go. Fair enough. Like the same way we do with the tournaments. But anyway, then you fast-forward to WrestleMania 34 when they fought and you fought Lesnar was going to lose and walk away with the Universal title. But Roman Reigns shockingly lost that How match. How can Lesnar lose and walk away with the Universal title? Roman Reigns lost and Lesnar walked away with the Universal title. At least you're listening. And he was <laughs> successful in that. We go to the greatest Royal Rumble where they face each other in a cage. And I feel Reigns' feet hit first as he speared Lesnar through the side of the cage. But they say that uh, Lesnar hit first. So we lead, lead to the fourth match. Let's not forget in between this, Reigns feuded with Bobby Lashley. He beat him on Raw, but he did lose to Bobby Lashley. Reigns has beaten people like John Cena on the road to this match here. Uh, and Brock Lesnar's been undefeated since November of, I think, 2016, where he lost to Goldberg. Uh, so that's how successful Brock Lesnar's been. It's going to be a difficult match up here. What have you thought of the build-up, Dan? What are your hopes for this match? Um, I hope that Brock loses. Yeah. 
because, you know, I think his championship reign has been nothing more than a joke. You know, I know kind of towards the end, or, or more recently now, he's uh, kind of played off the, I don't care about anyone, rah, 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 trying to put Roman Reigns over as a face. It's, I think Paul Heyman's probably been the best part of this feud. Yeah, no, I agree with you, yeah, yeah. I mean, we saw recently him crying uh, about what Brock Lesnar did to him and Lesnar not caring and his treatment of him. And then, of course, the uh, the mace to the face of uh, Roman Reigns with Brock Lesnar allowed to attack and Heyman being involved in that's probably been the best story. Usually, Brock Lesnar matches are boring and this is the problem. We don't want to see suplex, suplex, suplex here tonight. Uh, Prediction-wise, though, it's me to go last Match 13 of SummerSlam. It is, at this moment in time, the scores are rock level. After that, we've gone the same in the past couple. So, yeah, seven points apiece now for predictions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we haven't done it since I won it back with the Miz and Brian. We are dead level with predictions. Seven points all the main event. I have gone for, in this <coughs> one... <coughs> It's me first. It's me first. You had the promo, you dick. Yeah, because you had the promo in the last one, you dick. So it's my predictions. So I have well, gone... Why did you just say stay on tape earlier that you're going last? Well, I can't anyway, go on. I'm going last go my on. predictions. I am Roman Reigns as the Universal Champion. I have gone for Roman Reigns to win. Yeah, Roman Reigns to win. What? Cash in, so you can play your cashing card then for a bonus point. Can you have? Okay. Thank you very much. Cashing card received. So you're hoping for a cash in. We'll see what happens. It's been a hell of a build up, and what a reaction Roman Reigns will get. One of the loudest reactions of the night, but not the most positive. Well, the big dog here, and keys to victory. What does Roman Reigns have to do if he wants to finally beat the beast Brock Lesnar? He has to uh, forget about everything that's happened. In the past three years, and just go out there trying to channel his inner Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> what well, try and find and be the man that beat him? So it'd be Spear, Spear, Jackhammer, uh, or something similar to that, actually. Spear, Spear, probably Superman Punch. <laughs> Reigns looks ready low here in Brooklyn. He doesn't care about the reaction he gets. He's ready to put away Brock Lesnar finally. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck drawing is that? Why is Roman Reigns sign? <laughs> I think he's meant to be cocking the uh, the fist. He's masturbating his own arm. <laughs> anyway, away from the sign. Uh, so Roman Reigns is going to have to come out quickly here in this one. Well, we've seen uh, Brock Lesnar beating Roman Reigns while he's had his hands cuffed together. We've seen him get beaten... From behind, we've seen him get beaten from the front. We've seen him get beaten with mace in his eyes. We've seen him F5'd copious amounts of times. What can Roman Reigns do to beat Brock Lesnar? I think, like I said, he's just got to come at it early going, make sure. I mean, he can sustain a beating, but he doesn't want to. Just get out of there straight away and try and get the job done quickly. And then if Jordan wants to cash in, Reigns will be fresher than he would be after a long match with Lesnar. That's the worst-case scenario. But maybe I'm Dan. Here comes the pain. Universal champion. Beanie or no beanie? No beanie. 
Damn it. But Brock Lesnar out with him. Uh, Brock Lesnar out with Brock Lesnar. Way. Paul Heyman out here. My name is Paul Heyman. Coming out with Brock Lesnar. Ah! And he's ready for action. Oh, I'll get tired. Brock Lesnar now. They're talking to me. Can Reigns get the job done here? We think yes. Lesnar and Heyman say no. Well, James, according to Heyman, it's not a prediction. It's a spoiler. So it means we do both draw, again, a pay-per-view. So we both get a pay-per-view point and go six all before we get to the nitty-gritty of the main event. So, again, another drawdown. We drew... We've drawn a lot recently, haven't we? There's nothing really splitting us at this moment. I fucking hate you. <laughs> Let's see what happens. I'm going to go out there and choose something completely different and still get it right and pull myself back in the fucking game. <laughs> Cunt. <laughs> well, Lesnar's here. Raises. We're here. We're here. And it's a <laughs> universal title on the line. And now Heyman wants a mic. After Reigns' introduction. My name is Paul Heyman. Well, you can't argue against the instruction of a Heyman for Brock Lesnar's held universal title Brock Lesnar has since WrestleMania 33. It's been a hell of a long time. Oh! Oh, hell yeah! Oh, no! You get the bonus point! He's going to catch... What a stroke of genius by WWE! They don't piss all over Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. You stick Strowman in, turn it into a triple threat. Well, at least this main event's going to get eight here. Exactly! Strowman is going to cash in right now. Give my point. Write my point down. Your point. Give me my point. down. Bonus point for Dan. He's got the mic. Cash it in. Get these hands. And Brock saying, well, will Strowman pull the deal? Oh, well done, Strowman. He does want to be a coward and cash it in when their back's turned. He's a monster among men. He does things face to face. He's a good luck to raise a Beastie Boy. Now, Beastie Boy chant. So Strowman is going to sit. I thought it was going to be a triple threat. He's going to sit and watch a single match and then cash in afterwards. Oh, Superman Punch! Superman Punch! Oh, Lesnar's rocked! Superman Punch! Lesnar's down, back up again. And Reigns now, ooh-ahhing! Spear! Lesnar's rocked, not another spear! Spear! Third time lucky for Reigns! We could be away, a second away from a new Universal Champion! Here comes Reigns! Spear! No! Lesnar's caught him! Guillotine! And Lesnar was in trouble. Reigns, was he tapping there? No. I think he's just jockeying for position. Oh, my God. What a way to start this. Reigns in serious trouble. Strowman just looking on. And Lesnar, uh, Reigns is managing to pick Lesnar up. Now Lesnar weighs a ton and a half. Reigns slams him down. We need a couple of suplexes, a couple of F5s. And I've called this match correctly, haven't I? Yeah, yeah basically, yeah. Well, even this is quite good, you know. I'm not even going to lie, like, in the main event. Lesnar's got a guillotine locked in again. Uh-oh. And Reigns is fading fast now. And Lesnar's got such a tight grip. The more you struggle, the tighter it gets. (laughs) (laughs) 
Rainslow struggling to get to his feet yet again. And a huge, huge test of strength there. Now let's go. Roman Chant slams Lesnar down, breaks the hold. But for how long this time? Well, Reigns already in trouble. In trouble. And obviously with heavyweights in boxing or UFC, we're seeing there's only one strike that can take you down. Well, Lesnar's taken three Superman punches, three spears. So he's, you know, a bit spent as well. And Lesnar's just been trying to suffocate Roman Reigns. Now gloves are off. Reigns is getting busted open. And Lesnar now using the ropes to get to his feet. Reigns with a Superman punch. No. German suplex. Lesnar gets to his feet. He's looking at Strowman as he suplexed Roman. Oh, my God. Lesnar's getting fired up. When he screams, the only man to be NCWA champion, UFC champ, WWE champion, Universal champ. Golden Gloves champ. And Lesnar from behind with Reigns. Third German release. And Lesnar looking at Strowman. He's smirking. No, James. He hasn't got a cigarette in his gob. He's just got a smile on his face. You both suck. This is remnants of the Goldberg-Lesnar fight from WrestleMania 20. Well, yeah, in a way, you know, fans in Brooklyn have no respect for Reigns versus Lesnar, which is weird because when they first started, they were cheering along with it. So, you know, they, they, they do get into it after a while, but they think it's a good thing to do. Here F5 comes to Reigns. The end. No. Oh, Reigns pushing Lesnar off. Oh! oh. Lesnar sidestepping, Reigns head first into Strowman. It's basically a diving spear, and now Lesnar realising it. Oh, what's Lesnar doing to Strowman? Picks him up. Oh. Five to Strowman <laughs> on the way for Finn Matz. And now Lesnar, not just huge grin across his face. Oh, Strowman got hit with two big moves there, and now Lesnar is in control of this one. And he grabs the best, throws Reigns in. So far, Reigns and he goes to the other side. Lesnar's got the money back briefcase. Swell Strowman over the back with it. Not once. Not twice. And then throws the briefcase up the ramp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cash that in. It hits the title job. Pushed away the camera. And got the chair. Oh, for fuck's sake. He's supposed to cash in, Brock. Stop being a dick. Well, how is he going to cash in if he's getting beaten down like this? Or if he does, he might be successful. That like matters to you, but still. And this is a great game plan by Lesnar. He's got the chair, but I don't think this is legal. Not that it matters to Brock Lesnar. Raises up. Spear! Goes for the cover. One, two, three! He's he got, got it! Three. Roman Reigns beats Brock Chris Strowman, get your briefcase. Roman Reigns... Gets a victory once. Spears Lesnar. The chair falls on Lesnar's head. One, two, three. And a new Universal Champion. Wow, so we've got a point there, Reach. Point there, Reach. And it's eight all. Will I have a bonus point? Well, Reigns looking at Heyman and saying, this is what I did. I beat your man. Lesnar finally does the right thing. The fans may hate it, but it is the right thing. And now Reigns will be waiting for Strowman. Come on, Braun. Fair play, Roman Reigns. Come on, Strowman. Oh, Roman Reigns there. Wins the Universal title. Uh, Dan, what did you think of the match? As we wait for Strowman to come out, what do you think of the match? I don't think it was terrible, to be honest. Um, you know, it was only... It was quite quick. 
to be fair. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, literally from the end of the promo to this, about 20 minutes, and Reigns up there and we're getting the trademark. You've cashed in your cart. <laughs> There's no cashing, Dan. Well, uh, you didn't waste them both on the first fucking night, you tit. <laughs> Thank God. I, yeah, well, that's true. All right, fair enough. Uh, so we'll talk about the SummerSlam card now. So it ended equal. Strowman didn't cash in. Reigns is on top. But the money bank is still there for Strowman to cash in when he wants. Reigns wins. So let's have a look back at the entire pay-per-view. Um, so we start off with a kickoff. Cien, Vega versus Rusev and Lana. I didn't really see much for it. I marked it two and a half out of two. That would be fair enough, wouldn't it? Um, well, I'm going to go middle of the road. I'm going to go three. Yeah, three. Over middle of the road, but... Fair enough, fair. Uh, right, so up next was... Um, Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak. Uh, what we saw of it, we'll speak about it more on the network review. Three out of five for now, I think that would be fair. Yeah, I'll agree with you. Three out of five is just a standard match, to be honest. And then uh, number three, the B team versus the Revival. What are your thoughts on that? I was very happy with that. You know, I think uh, the B team, the, I, I do like the way, you know, their momentum's going. Uh, it's it, it wasn't a terrible match. I think it was a standard tag team match, quite rushed because it was on the kickoff card. Um, so I'm going to give that one a three out of five. Yeah, I'm going to give that a three out of five as well. Uh, what I did like about it was the ending because the B team retained even though it was kind of like a surprise. Then we started the main card. And Rollins versus Dolph Ziggler for the Intercontinental title. Ambrose and McIntyre coming out. Now, that was given a lot of time to open the show, you know. 22 minutes. 22 minutes. It, it felt long. And um, I think it was the right move. It started hotting up really towards the end, you know, uh, between the two. And then when, obviously, McIntyre and Ambrose got involved, that was cool. <clears throat> so, I really enjoyed it. Dan, what do you think of the match? Yeah, I was very happy with it. It was uh, a great contest between the two. I like the part that Ambrose and McIntyre played in it as well. And in the outcome of it. Yeah, uh, all good. I gave that a three and a half out of five. I gave that a three and a half out of five as well. Mm -hmm. Then it was the New Day versus the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, Go on. Well, I I, I was enjoying the match, you know, throughout it. Um... I don't know why the ending needed to protect the New Day and it only made the Bludgeon Brothers look weak. I, you know, I, the only problem I have with it was with the ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was it was just a, a god-awful show with that. Uh, so I'm giving that a two and a half out of five. Two and a half out of five. I'm going to give it a three out of five because I, lo- I liked the action in it, but like I said, it's disappointing to finish. And I don't think at a SummerSlam event you should really have a finish like that. I'm going to concentrate myself in a little while with that. Uh, match 6, Strowman versus Owens. Uh, it was squash, really, wasn't it? It was over before anything. Owens needs to they need to look at Owens and say what they're going to do with him. Is he a comedy character? Are they punishing him for some reason? Or are they going to go with him? The prize fight is a gimmick that works well. Owens takes a lot of bumps. He took a couple of big ones again here tonight. But still, it bumps that they're going to you know pay a price on his body. And after Strowman, he looked good. And um, I think it counteracted what happened later on in the night, but we'll talk about that in a bit. I gave that a three out of five. Uh, I gave that one a three and a half out of five. I think Strowman looked like a beast. You know, in a match that was less than two minutes, Owens took like two, three bumps in that match, yeah. which, you know, I think that's that's great as well. 
that was I was happy with the way that went. So then we had Flair Lynch Carmella women's title for SmackDown. Yes, I, I did actually like the way this match played. You know, it kind of played into Carmella not being the strongest wrestler by having two other women involved in the match. The outcome of it, yeah, it was happy. And, that, and you know, the ending, I think that was probably the cherry on top of the cake for that match. So I'm going to give that a three and a half out of five. Uh, I'm going to give that a three and a half out of five as well. Like I said, the Lynch Hill turn, fully the, one of the best things of the night, the fans charting. And also with Charlotte winning, a bit of a surprise really, even though she was like a strong favourite going into it. The Carmella experiment is over. Uh, we'll see if she can recover at all from that or she'll end up like Jinder Mahal. Uh, Joe versus Styles W Championship. Again, look, I know I don't like weird finishes at uh, matches, you know, disqualification. But I think it told a story and we're going to see more of Joe versus Styles. Uh, I want to see a much longer match than than what we saw because I think they could tell a real story. Too, Twenty-two too. and a half minutes that match was. Twenty. I could have done with. I could have seen him gone forty-five to an hour. Do you know what <laughs> I mean? That's how good I think Joe and Styles are. Makes perfect sense to me. Uh, inside the the cell coming up as well. The next pay per view. It, make, it makes sense that those two would go at it. And uh, WWE title. Samoa Joe does this as WWE champion, but I mean AJ has done phenomenally well this year. Uh, I, I really, really enjoyed the match. Stan, what are your thoughts on it? I, I, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The end, I think it played part into, you know, what's been going on between these two guys. Um, you know, having Styles' missus and one of his kids at ringside as well, you know. And, yeah, you know, when you bring someone's family into it, they they snap. Yeah. So, on that basis, I'm giving that a four out of five. Yeah, I'll give that a four out of five as well. Uh, really, really enjoyable. And then, it, you know, the, the cars stepped up again. And the Miz versus Daniel Bryan, even though there's no titles on the line, it felt special. The crowd were really into Bryan. Uh, I mean, the crowd could be said tonight, even though, you know, there are a lot of uh, smart fans, wherever he's paid a lot of money, were, were quite quiet during the matches sometimes. And uh, he only really got involved in the big one, the big, you know, the, the big moments. And I felt, felt that sometimes with the Bryan-Miz match as well. I thought it was great between the two. I think the Miz was said to Brian backstage was like, "Look, just beat the shit out of me, right, with the kicks and the slaps and stuff like that, and I'll and, I, and I'll bring it as well." And they meshed really well. It was a great match. The ending was uh, surprising as well, with Maurice obviously helping out her husband in the end. But it's the right result because the Miz needed a victory over Brian. Brian doesn't need a victory over the Miz because Brian's a bigger star. And you on. And I, I honestly can see this feud going with the WWE title and Brian's redemption if they if they want to do it right. You know, I think it's a great story. What do you think of the match? Yeah, again, you know, it was probably one of the best matches of the night. Best match I've seen in a long while as well. You know, it was it was something that went along the lines of Gagano Chompa, but without the stipulations in it as well. And it didn't need stipulations. He's, both these guys told a great story throughout the match. Four and a half. Out. Yeah, I gave it four and a half out of five as well. I thought really, really, really strong. Uh, I think I could have main event in some Sabbath. I think no one would have had any problem with it. And then uh, it was Corbin. Paul Baron Corbin. Can I just say, he? I predicted he would be a future WWE champion. And now he is nothing. This Constable Corbin with a haircut... And whatever he did backstage or wherever it is, it's just not going to work. It's just a shame, really, because, like I say, he really had potential. Going against the demon, Finn Balor. 
Yes. Um, again, it was it was pretty much a squash match. Baron Corbin didn't get in a single bit of offence, and it was over in a minute and a half. And so his, en- his entrance was probably five minutes. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, on that basis, I think it was the right thing to do in the eyes of the demon. But I don't know why, you know, I think Finn Balor could have brought it out for a few different matches. I don't know why he chose this match to bring it out for. Now, maybe he brought it out for the event and not the match. Well, well, maybe potentially, yeah. But, you know, still, I'm going to give that a three and a half out of five. Because, you know, just for the demon side of things. Yeah, no, I completely agree with you there. Three and a half. And then we had the US title match, Nakamura versus Jeff. Uh, I enjoyed this. I liked the styles of the two men. I thought it was a SmackDown style match of you know uh, quite short compared to maybe the other match. How long did it go on for? Eleven minutes. Eleven minutes. So yeah. Well, well the Miz Daniel Bryan, twenty-three minutes thirty seconds. The last four matches on the card was twenty-two minutes thirty seconds. So four matches was a minute less than the Miz Daniel Bryan. Well, there we go. And you can see how quick the matches were. I thought they did speed up a little bit. Yeah, go on. Yeah, so uh, when you talk about length like that, that was quite surprising, Dan. And uh, I, I was surprised at the matches. You know, US total, yeah, 11 minutes. I don't think you could have gone maybe 20 minutes, but 15 might have been fair with Nakamura getting a Kinshasa. I don't think it was a bad match. It wasn't great. Jeff's bump off the ring post to the apron was good. Apart from that, I was happy to see Nakamura actually get the victory without too much shenanigans, if you know what I mean. I gave that a three out of five. I don't know about you. Um, I gave that a three and a half out of five. I think, you know, these two guys, they mesh well together. I like the way, you know, the, the cock knocker didn't play too much of a part into it. You know, Nakamura attempted it behind the ref's back, but Jeff had it scouted, sidestepped it. And the senton bomb, uh, the swanton bomb onto the edge of the ring apron as well. I think that a nice move. And then we had the women's title for Raw, Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss. I mean, this was just a squash match, wasn't it, really? It was indeed, yes. I think uh, Alexa Bliss done her best to try and uh, delay the inevitable. But, you know, once Ronda Rousey got her hands on her, it, it played well. And, you know, again, it wasn't a terrible match between these two. I think it played into uh, Rousey's strengths and weaknesses. And, you know, Alexa Bliss played her part brilliantly. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. It helped Rousey. She is women's champion now. I still only gave that a three out of five because of how short it was. Yeah, I give that a three out of five as well. Yeah. And then we move on to the main event, which was Lanes, Le- Lanes? which was Lesnar versus Reigns. Uh, again, shorter than I thought would be Strowman coming out saying he'll face the winner. Shorten him mid-match. Made Strowman look weak, didn't it? I feel getting beaten up like that by Brock Lesnar and having the money in the bank briefcase tossed away. Uh, maybe he'll get some comeuppance over Lesnar at some point. We just don't know. As opposed to Reigns, he needed that victory uh, here tonight. Uh, and I'm glad he got it, you know. Uh, I think it was quite a good match for what it was. Not as many suplexes and F5s as I thought it was going to be, which is good. And Reigns get the victory after the full spear. Dan, what are your thoughts on the main event? Yeah, um, you know, it was over quickly. I think that's it's one of the best um, best ways to go with that match. You know, getting it over and done without the way. So it's not to, uh, it's not to annoy the fans. I think Braun Strowman coming out is, you know, again, a good part on that. Taking a focus off them to, you know, putting some eyes on Strowman, giving him a cheer, getting a cheer in the main event as well. 
And, uh, yeah, you know, I went down the right way. Well, the thing I liked about it as well was Reigns got the victory. And then, because he's a good guy, when he won the title, he kind of got in Heyman's face. And I reckon that reaction he gave Heyman of shoving a belt in his face, it's kind of what he wants to give some of the fans in attendance who kind of don't respect him in that way. Because I think Reigns should be respected. You know, he is the guy now, universal champion for the very first time. But now maybe four or five time uh, WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, I think that was good. I gave that four out of five. Yeah, I gave that three and a half out of five. But overall, though... Can I just say, sorry, that Daniel Cormier's tweeted, old Brock is looking smaller through the middle. He's getting ready to really come and get that arse whipped. Have fun in this WWE title match, because when we clash, I'm in that ass. He's in that ass. I'm in that ass. Well, that should be threatening, but it sounds more sexual. And call me a Lesnar. We'll bring that to you when it happens in January. Um, there's a good UFC fight coming up, actually. Uh, Khabib versus Colin McGregor. That's coming up in October. Anyway, we're not talking about UFC. We're talking about the pay-per-view itself. What was your match of the night? My match of the night was the Miz-Brian match. And so was mine. Do you want to know something uh, 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 crazy right now, Dan? We have gone the same match of the night for every pay-per-view or NXT TakeOver event this year so far. But what is your rating out of 10? As I said, you know, this has probably been one of the best WWE pay-per-views in the past couple of years. And, you know, I think everything, you know, all the boring matches, they was over quickly enough before they got boring. And despite there being 13 matches on the card, I think it went quite seamlessly, quite quickly... So I'm going to go for... I'm going to give it an eight and a half. You're going to give it eight and a half? Well, let me explain my reason for my score. What's that, my love? Uh, I really, really enjoyed SummerSlam. You know, sometimes when you're staying up for over five hours, if you count the kickoff, two hours, or seven hours of stuff there, it can be quite a, a hard slog. I felt lame you a bit earlier this year. I didn't feel it was SummerSlam. I felt SummerSlam this year was the event WrestleMania needed to be, where we had the action... We had the important title changes, like with Ronda Rousey winning and uh, Roman Reigns. We had the important angle advancements and matches we wanted to see, i.e. AJ Styles and Samoa Joe, and uh, The Miz versus Daniel Bryan as well. We, we, we saw Rollins versus Ziggler with Ambrose and McIntyre. I thought that was great as a part of it. I thought that the SummerSlam felt like a WrestleMania. But if we're counting it as that, I think the only thing missing for this is a true five-star match. I don't think we saw a match that we thought, oh, that's going to be an instant classic that we're going to remember. There's potential that Miz versus Brian again might be a five-star match or indeed a match like uh, Joe versus AJ Styles, but nothing really this time. And if, if, if you are going to feel like WrestleMania, a couple of more, you know, someone showing up, a bit of surprise maybe during the GPD thing. That was the only thing I didn't understand, the Elias thing. Why he wasn't involved, uh, why his guitar broke and all that kind of stuff. Hopefully we'll find an answer in Raw. But I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. I am going to give it a 9 out of 10. Wow! I know, I really enjoyed SummerSlam. And it's one of those events I will watch again. And and the thing is, I think it's been the best pay-per-view, as we said, in a long while. Especially big four events. You know, discounting uh, the Raw Rumble match itself. The the fact is that this is better than WrestleMania's been in a, a few years now, maybe WrestleMania 31. The, the Reigns title change is, is huge news, and so is Ronda Rousey as well. 
And I feel WWE now can, can build on this towards look at WrestleMania and see what their long-term plans are. Uh, Dan, anything else about SummerSlam? No, you know, I just hope they keep carrying on in this trend by delivering us better pay-per-views. Yeah, Becky Lynch Hill turn as well. We had moments that seemed important. The Becky Lynch Hill turn, we thought that would be something that was going to be remembered for a long time. Uh, yeah, and, and stuff that I think is important. And sorry to interrupt, but yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah, no, you know, I just hope that this is a trend of things to come. They're giving us better matches, stronger matches. And, you know, we mentioned before the, the pay-per-view that this is the first Summer Slam without The Undertaker, Triple H, John Cena and Bret Hart. And it's, you know, it's not done anything wrong. No, they, uh, because of it. And, of course, now Brock Lesnar free for hopefully a little while. W product can grow. Uh, and, yeah, I think it's been a really, really good show. Don't forget our next show is WR. Well, with 175 chronologically, but we're going to bring out TakeOver with the other episode of NXT that we're going to bring you, and that's TakeOver Brooklyn 4. And then we'll have WR175, which will be controversial characters. But if you want to tell us what you think about SummerSlam or anything like that, you can follow us on Twitter at WWE Network Review or at Vince McDan, WWE, at Journal School Rollins. We're across all the Google platforms, WWE Network Review and Google Plus. Send us an email at WRPodcast at gmail.com. Also on Facebook. Yes, Facebook. Come and find our page and give us a like with a WWE Network Review podcast. And come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, WWE Network Review podcast. We've got clips on there and podcasts about the same time on YouTube. There are other places like SoundCloud. On your phone. Subscribe to Diddly on SoundCloud. It's Freaker Radio where we have our live shows. We'll be back in November. We'll give you more details when that happens. Stitch Radio and iTunes. We can download, subscribe, rate and review there. But that, what are your final words on the entire weekend? Is it worth it? It has probably been the best weekend's wrestling I've seen in a long, long while. We had the NXT, which was absolutely perfect, followed up by this great SummerSlam event. <laughs> you know, what more could I ask for? You, you can't ask for anything apart from the end. So that is it. I am James Rollins, as always, always joined by... Damn right. Thanks for listening, everybody, and bye. Bye.